All right. Well, uh, thank you and uh, welcome to another episode of Sharp Point Academy. Uh, before we get rolling proper, I want to thank a special group of individuals. I actually have a number of fans who help me plan episodes, um, including Lana Seawolf, Rose Simalo, Cosmignon, Aline, Exterlius, and um, Exterlius, and Jade. Uh, they sort of helped me do a little bit of brainstorming on the side, and I just want to make a little shout out to them all for helping me out in these episodes. And with that being said, let's proceed to introducing our guests and getting on with the show for today. So, welcome to Sharpoint Academy. I'll I am Michael Skitchiano or Skitch, and I'll be playing as your headmaster and GM or White and all the other shenanigans that will be had. And we have a couple of actually almost all familiar faces it's, here. It's the old school episode. We're all we're all vets. Mm-hmm. Well, we're vets in different ways. We're all vets in playing D&D, but we have one person who I think is going to be new for being on air for the Dice Funk crew. So let's just go ahead and I'm, cycle through. I'm also just an amateur vet, so if you're having problems with <laughs> yeah. like your hedgehog or your hamster or mm-hmm. something like that, <laughs> hit, hit me up. You he's, know. he's bad for his tummy. You, you shouldn't give it milk and bread. They're both very bad for hedgehogs. Yeah, yeah, precisely. <laughs> so with those voices, I think we can uh, roll around. So as usual, we have uh, Austin Yorsky and Johnny Maloney, um, though Johnny is playing his standard character of Scoops. Austin, you're playing as someone else today, aren't you? Yeah, do I talk about her now or you just want to talk about me and Johnny, the boys who are back in town? Yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, listen, it's all good either way. So Johnny's the handsome one. I'm the other guy. <laughs> he's, he's playing the reporter and I'm playing a new character. Uh, her name's Sephora. Yes. Like the makeup store, but not that's not the reference. Um, she is an Asimar, which sounds like ass. So it's very funny, but it's actually means she has a celestial heritage somewhere in her uh, family. Someone banged something from the afterlife and so she has some cool powers uh she is uh the zoology teacher at shard point in other words uh her syllabus says cool snouts and where to peep them and she tells people about those snouts and she's a druid level four gonna turn into animals and gonna try to behave myself around the weasel this time (laughs) i had to get a whole blank slate character and start again to just flush it out of my system and make some new jokes Okay, uh, if you want to take bets on how long it takes for Austin's character to be uh, derailed, that now's the time when you start placing those bets. Um, but we also have, across the pond, uh, two other players joining us. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves and your characters. Uh, I'll start and introduce myself. You might have heard my voice on other Dice Funk properties before. My name's Laura, and I, I'm I'm on seasons three, four, five, and six of Dice Funk. Um Today I'm going to be playing a uh, hill dwarf uh, tempest cleric called uh, called Torgwin, who, hey, all the gods died, and and they they they're a cleric. Where their powers come from when there's no gods? That's a bit of a that's a bit of a mystery. They're a bit curious about their running theory right now. The the wind the wind knows the wind knows. So that's going to be a thing, <laughs> and I'm I'm here with Jane, who's never been on a dice funk. No, I'm mainly just known for harassing Austin in the credits. <laughs> yeah, you keep coming up with tentacle puns in the credits for Austin that make him go. Uh. I'm not reading that. Uh, yeah, I, so- had the, I pawn them off on Lauren now. I'm like, oh god, this is too spicy for me. <laughs> Uh, I am. Um, I'm Jane Magnet. I will be playing two. That's T. 
zero, uh, T O O W by four, and I am just a, a tiny little rock gnome with fuchsia hair who is very bad at engineering and really just wants to play music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw on your uh, character description here fuchsia hair as a specific thing, which is you know fantastic. Hearing you say it, the pun really didn't hit the way it did when I read it on your sheet, and I immediately wanted to throw myself out a window. <laughs> I, I feel like J- Jane, Jane's way of doing puns is she likes to make them so understated that like a week from now they punch you around the face. Right. What, and, when I did yeah. that D&D campaign and made you spend a month looking for a, a, a ban hammer yeah. called Modretar. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, fantastic. So, uh, my opening question to you all before we get going is, are there any properties you want to promote before we get going with the session proper? Sorry, hold on a second here. I, like, I didn't, did, did Laura, I, I didn't hear about what character you were playing, I don't think. Uh, the Hildwarf, the Tempest, Tempest cleric. Um, the wind? Where's the wind? It comes from. It comes from the oh, wind. Oh, right. Oh, man. Jeez. Um, Sorry. Yeah, no, pay attention. I've, I've been I've, feeling poorly the past couple of days. My my brain is in my back pocket. I tell I you about my character and you just don't care. It's fine. I get it. Your, your, your established character is more important. <laughs> yeah. Johnny just got off his shift at the concussion factory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Him and Chris both work there. <laughs> uh, just the yeah, stuff that Chris will forget. Uh, anyways. Um, is there anything you want to sort of like promote or shout out to before we get rolling with the episode proper? Books, 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 I wanna, books. I want to pr- promote a thing. I've, I've got a book coming out. Oh, it's you do? Called Uncom- it's called Uncomfortable Labels, and it's probably already out by the time you hear this. July 18th is its release date, which is probably in the past. It's a book about being trans and on the autism spectrum and how those inter in overlap with each other really commonly but no one talks about it and there's a lot of interesting things there so go check that out because i made a whole book and that's that's a lot mm-hmm. seems like so much work yeah it really is i don't know why 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 would i <laughs> couldn't do it that? have just been a vlog that's what all the kids are doing <laughs> mm-hmm. could it have just been a tweet <laughs> yeah, just just use just use you know tweet longer wrap and it, just wrap it all up in a TikTok video. Yeah, you know, like maybe with a nice backing tune. Yeah, um, where am I? Uh, patreoncom slash radio um, I stream and write stuff in a very weird style. Making a radio.blog Yeah, you're making a text adventure at the moment. I am making a text adventure at the moment for my Patreon. So oh, fantastic! Yeah, you know, people need more. 1981 style. I was going to say, right? like, that just takes me back to Infocom games and stuff like that. So great. Ah, uh, Zork. Yes. <laughs> it's never going to be Zork, but. <laughs> nope. That, what, what can be? So, uh, <laughs> if you want to support Johnny, the concussion factory is looking for uh, new employees. Just really get in yeah. there. I'm looking for brain cell donations, particularly. Mm. Mine's, mine's not working, so pan. <laughs> and everyone should know by now patreon.com slash austin yorsky that's the show you're listening to mm-hmm. nice funk that's the one i do if somehow you don't know about that and you're hearing this congratulations on your life it sounds pretty cool <laughs> i would i would like to promote um that i make very good sandwiches so if you have a chance to have me make you a sandwich take me up on that mm. mm-hmm. that sounds delicious as for me um 
Are you are you still butchering my uh, Bandcamp page on the uh, Patreon? Skitch.bandcamp.skitch.bandcamp.com slash Bandcamp dot Skitch. I mean, that's the uh, uh-huh. that's right. the proper labeling there. But uh, <laughs> the links are in the descriptions for everything we're saying. So if it sounds like gibberish, that's fine. You can just click on stuff. Right. Just click up. Just click in the, the doobly doo and there'll be stuff there to support us properly there. So. Oh. And later, I will be tweeting a picture of me making a sandwich. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> he really will. <laughs> All right. So um, to set the stage here, uh, just like pretty much any other uh, scenario in Shardpoint, we open at Shardpoint Academy itself. It's a day like most others in which some bizarre thing is probably happening on campus. And the main thing that we're going to open on is um, the fact that the Bardic College is just very busy with a lot of things going on. Uh, both you, Scoops, and you two um, are aware of what's going on. Basically, the entire college is preparing for a party that's going to happen this upcoming weekend. It is a centennial anniversary of the school, of the college having been open so they're just preparing things for a weekend-long party so something for the society pages something like that yes um and everything's really busy because the vast majority of the school is either auditioning to perform at the party or overseeing the auditions that are being done for the party um the two of you are not involved for different reasons obviously um, one, excuse more likely not because of, well, you got your paper, you got the paper to work on. You got, I insist on the neutrality of the press. <laughs> and, but, but I think what we want to do is I want to open up on and ask the question, what is two doing at the moment to sort of start things off? What are you in a particular class? Are you hanging out with someone in particular? What's going on? I'm lurking around at the back of, um, professor Raven's class, uh, basically trying to pick up anything I can as far as new techniques, anything I can do. I'm not really supposed to be there. I'm sort of just hiding at the back, trying not to be noticed too much. The pink hair's probably not the best way to do that, but I'm just lurking. So Professor Raven, you said. Who's Professor Raven? Uh, Professor Raven Sabbath uh, teaches um, Pillars Alloy Management. <laughs> Hair metal. It is hair metal, yeah. That's, 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 that's very good. Uh, yes. Um, how? So, oh, geez, Raven. Okay, so I would view them as... I really wish my facial expression would have been captured because it was doing a lot of the work there. I'm sorry, I forgot we were on a podcast. I was really doing face acting. Yeah, yep. So, um, <laughs> the lecture is going by... As expected, it is shockingly calm and reserved, despite the fact that Professor Raven um, looks like, looks, I'd say they look like a tattooed, burned out uh, rock star who is mostly doing this because they just wanted a stable job and possibly for the health healthcare that comes with it. Um, and things are going by smoothly for the most part. And... 
there's a moment actually if if you want to go ahead and roll a uh, stealth check for me if you can what's your stealth uh it's a plus two plus two 18 so yeah you're despite your hair being quite vibrant you there's a variety of hairstyles in the class of fuchsia while a bit off it's not that far off there are some that have just very bright red hair and other sort of tones going on but this is definitely a class that you shouldn't be in but you're able to sort of keep a low enough profile that you're able to sit through the lecture component which is which slips between performance chops and straight up metallurgy which is a little weird but (laughs) listen sometimes you gotta be you gotta diversify the class there as you are as you're sitting in class though there is a point where a what appears to be sort of like a small uh hatch opens up on the desk that you're at and out pops of all things a weasel with a nice little mm. fancy vest and a pocket square and it quietly just gets on the desk looks up at you two and then um reaches around pulls out a little scroll sets it on the desk and then just sort of like darts back off into where it came from and the hatch closes as soon as it leaves the uh, leaves the desk. I just you keep saying you too, and every time I'm like, wait, who else? I, this is not a bit. I genuinely kept doing it three times now. Mm-hmm. This is gonna get this is gonna get better before it gets worse. Yeah, <laughs> that was a very fancy weasel. Mm-hmm. It was a very fancy weasel. I'm gonna sort of poke the the message and then mm-hmm. open it. If you open it, it will say. <clears throat> It will be addressed to two by four and is basically saying that uh, you are requested to uh, visit the headmaster's office promptly uh, for a situation of the utmost importance. And it is signed by Orin Waite, headmaster. Oh, bloody hell. I think I found out about the fire in the student bar. Um, Okay, I'm going to head there. (laughs) All right. in the meantime, uh, let's let's roll ourselves over to uh, what Sephora might be doing at this time. You're teaching zoology, right? Yeah, it's Jackalope Day in zoology. Mm. Uh, look at its powerful haunches. Actually, I should do a character voice. Listen up, y'all. Look at this fucking haunches. <laughs> They're wild now. <laughs> I'm a swamp druid for the record. There's different kinds of land your druid can be attuned to, like the forest and the mountains or the coast. But I'm a swampy bitch because that's how I'm rolling. Also, because I think you wanted to keep an accent in the wheelhouse that you are comfortable with. <laughs> this is basically just everyone I dated in high school. <laughs> <laughs> little teeth and his little horns it's great now take notes because it's gonna be on the test y'all is this part about the haunches gotta be on the test or the teeth gotta be on the test mostly haunches i'm really want to emphasize the haunches today they're powerful and adorable functional yet delightful so uh, how how hard is it to have one as a pet incredibly difficult it's a it's a cryptid for a reason they're very loose oh it's already gone oh damn Oh, beans. <laughs> oh, beans. I then lost the damn jackalope. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this an actual jackalope you had in the classroom? <laughs> okay, I, it was, but now that you've suggested that it might not be, do you think she's the kind of person who would tie horns to a, a rabbit and try to pass <laughs> off as a jackalope as a professor? Uh, she has a minus one intelligence, uh, a nine, mm-hmm. uh, out of 20. So she's... 
not the brightest bulb, but she has a 20 wisdom, plus 5, as high as it can be. And, and so, your animal handling is very good, so let's uh, allow me to propose an offer here. Roll me an animal handling check to determine uh, what what happens here. I have an idea. Alright. Let's see here. That's a 12. It could have gone better, folks. Alright, so, so the good news is, it's a real jackalope. The bad news is, is that after so many prodding questions about its looks, the jackalope has certainly got cagey and has jumped off the desk. And now there's a bit of a, a ruckus in the classroom. All right. So um, should I chase this thing down or should I just let it tear up the class? It could be an exciting uh, look at its abilities and proclivities mm. and so forth. Mm. That's a good question. Uh, what, are, what are your instincts telling you as a zoology teacher? My instincts are telling me that I don't have any spells that can help catch a jackalope because I just looked. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to let it wild out and whoever catches it gets an A. Everyone else fails. Good luck, mm, idiots. <laughs> let's, let's. All right. So chaos begins to ensue <laughs> in the classroom. Chaos uh, I will roll something here. Uh, that's a 14. That's a pretty good number for chaos right there. Uh-huh. Um, that is. More or less just indicating that was me rolling for the jackalope's ability to evade being caught. It's very evasive. Those those haunches are definitely helping it at this time. I am chaotic good. I should also say that uh, although she has celestial heritage somewhere in her background, her family's mostly elf. So she physically looks like an elf. I'm using a, a druid token from a Magic the Gathering card that has a... Uh, green hair it's kind of, it's kind of like uh what's the, what's it called an undercut yeah kind of green green hair so she kind of looks pretty cool as well but she's she's elfier than not yep yep uh, that's a good look and yeah we'll get a moment uh later but uh for uh you Laura and you and uh you Jane feel free to describe your characters as explicitly as you're comfortable with because you know fan art baiting and all that <laughs> good stuff um sweet sweet fan art so um, as this chaos sort of gets a little bit more out of hand, um, someone does eventually catch the jackal, but kind of holds it up as a trophy and the door opens to the classroom where an Aladrin woman enters and just sort of looks around before glancing your way. And for those who have been watching other sharp point episodes, this would be Meldemir Valamin. She says, uh, uh, Miss Sephora. What, Mal, I'm busy. Can't you see we're in the middle of jackalope class? I, I can see that, but I've been asked to substitute for you temporarily while you go to the headmaster's office. A situation has come up. All right. It's, I mean, no skin off my nose. The centipedes in the desk are venomous, but whatever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Nope. <laughs> My last character was extremely horny for Meldemir, so I had to ban- I had to balance it out and be totally not interested. That's fine. Uh, I believe that uh, I think there is still some uh, sensitivity training that has to happen for Sophie at some point, which yeah. will we'll not play on air because that will be the most tedious thing possible. <laughs> but you leave Meldemir, and let's see here. I'm going to roll for her to see how well she handles the class. And the centipedes. Mm. Mm, this is going to be a, a rough time for her. <laughs> I think she opens the, uh, I rolled a six there, which to me tells me that Meldemir opens the wrong drawer, and now centipedes are ahoy in a room. <laughs> I just yell back, I literally just told you, Mel, what did you think was going to happen? She was trying to get the chalk out, but, you know, now there's other chaos. So, um, the last character I kind of want to 
tap into the moment is Torgwin, and I have an idea of the class that you're in right now. I I also have an idea. What do you What do you have in mind? Uh, I think you're in you're in the class to learn about swordplay right now. Since this is this is what I was thinking. Because you're because since you're a tempest uh, cleric, you are proficient with martial weapons, and therefore all clerics of your sort of clade have are mandated to take a semester of of weapons training. Well, yeah, but there's a specific reason why this weapons class being taught by a vibrating sword was interesting to Torgwin. Uh-huh. Which is, somehow this sword can make vowel sounds without a mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not talking in Morse code, it's doing vowel sounds just by vibrating. And yes, yes. Tor- Torgwin is a little bit fascinated by the whole idea of... um. The the fact that the the weather might have a language. So Torgwin is there watching watching this vibrating sword, hand up, just waiting for an opportunity to ask a question that will probably be nothing to do with sword play. Possibly. And the lecture proceeds uh with Professor Roger, as he is called, sort of dictating out to the class. Now, as you all know, I am a long sword by design, which means I can be held with one hand or two. I generally do not recommend the latter, as honestly, the amount of extra leverage you get is offset by leaving yourself more open for attacks, and you can't fight well if you're dead. Yeah, hand hand is up, waiting waiting impatiently for a question, sort of held up held up by the other arm, like they've been waiting a while. It takes a little longer before the the sword finally addresses. Uh, y- yes, you, the the dwarf there. You have a question. Um. Yes, yes, I've got a question. Um, so, how are you? How 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 are the vowel sounds working? Because because you ju- you just a vibrating sword. Like how 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 do you do that? That's a that is a very good question that I have spent very little time thinking about in my time. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? Um, you're a sword. That means you're essentially made of like. Or mine from the earth. Like, at what point did you become sentient? Like, at what point does a, a a part of the earth become a sentient thing? Oh, usually that happens when the proper magical acts are are done, or a curse is placed on someone, or some other action like that. As for my own origins, that is best left for a different lecture. I assure you. Okay, but like, when is that lecture? Because. I'm real curious about how you work. The way I work is I'm held by a person of appropriate skill and used to slay opponents of appropriate challenge. I just want to know how you make vowel sounds with your vibrations, man. The sword just sort of, I mean, if, if it could give a quizzical look, it would do so. But it is, it's, for the most part, an inanimate object that just happens to be able to self manipulate the air around it and cause sound waves that are audible by everyone around it. I do like the idea of people in a D&D world not understanding that magic exists. That could be an entire campaign. It's just like, what are you ma- how are you making fire? Explain it to me! I need to know! <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know that there's no actual good answer, but uh, T- Torgwin is convinced that, like, the right, the right question will go, like, aha, and that is how I can have a conversation with the wind now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that is definitely a line of thought for, 
things uh the lecture proceeds a bit longer and then the sword sort of pauses for a moment it stops in mid-sentence it's essentially lines like so if you use a backhanded grip i cannot guarantee that one moment um you uh torgwin um i prefer right uh, oh, okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it. It's just the wind, okay? Just it's like it's just the wind. I know. I just didn't know you could make a D and D character that that's that's an adaptation of the King Crimson song. I talk to the wind. It's just really a high concept. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, I have to I have to dismiss class early, but I need you to pick me up and take me over to the headmaster's office. Also, you're being summoned to the headmaster's office. Um, can, can do, can do. Um, as as a Torgrin or, or whoosh stands up, I want to describe how I've been visualizing them. So they're a, they're a, they're a hill dwarf, not typically known as a particularly tall race. Um, I like to picture that Torgwinny wears stilts and just has like a little bit of like smoke or cloud covering them up, so it looks like they're floating on clouds, but they're really just on a, a little bit of a small pair of wooden stilts. How high were you two when you came up with whoosh and two by four? <laughs> Be honest, people are listening; they can hear you. We 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 live in a country where those things are illegal everywhere in the country, so of course oh. we were stone cold sober. Mm. <laughs> Cleansing breath, obviously. So yeah, uh, makes makes sense. <laughs> I'm convinced. Uh, additionally, very cloud like beard for the those wonderful dwarven beards. Uh, so yeah. Um, Torgwin comes over and uh, picks up the professor and heads to the office. Very good. Um, so, Scoops, I'm not going to describe where you are, because I know where you are already. You want to guess where you are? Scoops is at the newspaper office. Oh, I have an even better place for you to be. Oh, really? <laughs> You're already in the head headmaster's office right away, uh, right now. You're going to say in the printing press. <laughs> no, I'm on the case. Yeah, that's good. See, Scoops has heard a story about an animal smuggling ring. It was me, I confess. <clears throat> and he's trying to interrogate, he's trying to interrogate the weasel. <laughs> Uh, like, like, so, so we open um, before everyone else arrives to the headmaster's office, um, with <laughs> with scoops looming over a weasel on top of the headmaster's desk, while Orwin, the headmaster, just sort of sits at his chair with his face in his palm for a moment, <laughs> and let on exacerbate a sigh. Um, what do you do to try to interrogate the weasel? He's, he's like. He's like, listen, I've seen a lot of animal droppings around the school. A lot of people are whispering in small, quiet noises around them. And these are more animal droppings than we're usually used to. So either we've got an upshift in shapeshifters going on, on around here, or as I suspect, there's an animal smuggling ring going on inside a sharp point. Have you seen anything, Weasel? Mm. Let me just see if I can roll a check for... Let's see. Do, okay. What type of... Uh, are you trying to shake information out of him? Uh, I'm, it's not an intimidating thing. 
like at this point in time, I'd like to believe that Scoops and the Weasel have kind of like a mutual respect for each other. <laughs> Can I just say I would I would listen to a radio show by Scoops and the Weasel. <laughs> it's like a morning zoo show. <laughs> that sounds that sounds actually like a really great detective show, Scoops <laughs> and the Weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say go ahead and roll a persuasion check to see if you can convince JJJ to convey something to you. Okay, so that's a D20 plus four. That, mm-hmm. So that's 11. Um, JJJ responds by uh, by doing a war dance with your face. It's just sort of like reaches up and pats your face, runs away on the other side of the desk, runs up and just taps at you again and runs back and forth. Um, you don't know. Scoops, <laughs> Scoops crumbles. That's not a no. And scribbles in his notebook. I have definitely imagined as someone who's owned a ferret before, this war dance ends with him toppling off the table because they're dumb as hell when they're doing it and they don't watch where they're going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good that's a good possibility. But as this happens, um the rest of you are able to arrive and uh and as you all approach the door, it sort of opens by itself to invite the three of you in. Scoops wheels around, sees Roger, and goes, Hey, Rog, look at Sharp. <laughs> oh, oh, Joy, he's here. Uh, Sue's just got her head down and she's sort of nervously tapping the tools in her tool belt. Ah, you, need, you, you needed me. I heard it on the wind. <sighs> Oh, so is this a disciplinary hearing for these two people who are obviously high? (laughs) No, it's not a disciplinary hearing for any of you. Well, technically, that's not true. Uh, Allow me to... Do you need me here, Mr. Waite? I mean, I was in the middle of a story. Yes, I need you to help me with something, Scoops, so... Scoops licks his finger and flips to, like, a new page of the notebook. So, I have been inundated with a couple of main issues to deal with, and one of them involves the Bardic College. Please, the rest of you, feel free to have a seat. Um, because of the stilts, Whoosh <laughs> is going to have a bit of a difficult time sitting down, because stilts don't bend at the knee. It's a long way down. Yeah. Laura, how, how tall are these stilts? Like, are, are we talking, like, do they add, like, a foot, or like, just an extra couple of inches? I'm thinking they add a good foot or so. Like, the the, okay. the, the implication is that, that Wish is trying to give the impression that, like, like, ooh, I'm floating on clouds, it's rather magical, and then, now it's just, okay, fine, I'm taking the stilts on. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, while we do this, feel free to describe how your characters look if you wanted a little extra chance for that for uh, two and for uh, Sephora. Oh, Swamp Witch. I'm a Swamp Witch. That's what's up. In fact, I have uh, Frostbite as a cantrip, and I think when she, he says, take a seat, I just like, what's his name? Mr. Freeze. Like, Mr. Freeze myself up a little stool on the ground. Psh, ice blast, and I just sit on it. Uh, Sue's going to just pull herself up onto the nearest seat that's about her size. Um, she's sort of sitting there in her, like, really grubby uh, dungarees or overalls, um, wearing giant, slightly over-large boots, really. And, of course, the headmaster is a gnome himself, so there's actually pretty a good handful of chairs that are properly sized for gnomes and halflings and the such in the room. Well, Scoops, Scoops is already at home in this office. Yes, yes. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, you're you're chummy enough where you can just be in the office, but there's still a little bit of like the exasperated look on Oren's face sometimes when you get into like full scoops mode. 
two scoops yeah. mode, you know. It's it's just it's like that relationship where, you know, when Scoops wanders into the ante room to the office, he just like tips his hat at the secretary who will like protest and be like, No, no, the headmaster's busy and he's like hey, he's gonna be in a second and just like walks right in. Like it's it's that kind of relationship. <sighs> so the Bard College is planning for their big centennial party and there's an item they want me to help acquire for them. And for whatever reason, I have no idea where the item is at all. Have you tried a party planning store? Unfortunately, it's an item, uh, a particular item that they didn't tell me exactly where it is. And they haven't told me exactly what it's called, but they give me an acronym and a location. But I can't seem to figure out where it is, despite my, well, he points over to the Tome of Location, my resources here. It's not listed in here in my index, so I am at a loss. I've, I've, I've got um, an option for you. Why not go back to them and ask them to be clearer? This sounds like a very unhelpful situation if they want you to do something for them. They use this item once every 100 years, and then they forget about it, it seems. This is, unfortunately, not the first time, apparently. No no one no one thought to write it down and go, okay, in 100 years from now, here is the actual name and location of the thing that we need. If I was in charge, that's how things would have done. But unfortunately, this is what's been handed to me. In fairness, I've been to some of these archives looking for leads on stories, and I gotta tell you, the handwriting 100 years ago... Awful. Just the straight bum ticket. Right. We're gonna have to talk about that because there might be some um now there might be some information I need to make sure that you don't publish in the next op ed. What? Stop dipping in my Kool-Aid, Chief. I don't think Kool-Aid's been invented yet, but I catch <laughs> the I catch <laughs> I catch what you're saying there. Regardless, I was planning on doing this with with Scoops helping me out. But unfortunately, in the meantime, I've been given a notice from one of the other departments. Apparently, we have a possible academic dishonesty situation. Someone might have been cheating on one of their examinations. Scoops' eyes widen like dinner plates, and he starts furiously scribbling <laughs> in his notebook. I will erase that from your notebook, because you can't get the information out. It's a violation uh, privacy policies here. Am I the only teacher in the room? Uh, yes, you are. Okay, I look suspiciously. Well, no, 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 no. Also, the sword is the teacher. Okay, I meant the yeah. Okay, but I'm saying I look at the other party members uh, suspiciously. It's not anyone in this room. It's somebody in the illusion branch of the wizardry school. A graduate student is standing accused of cheating off of their own illusion of themselves. <laughs> An illusion student tricking people? <laughs> what a Clyde. And I am being called in to to discern the truth as well as I can of the situation. That's a noble pursuit, boss. It's a re legal requirement of the position, but sure, we can call it noble. As for the rest of you, the only one that has any sort of quote-unquote punitive measures um, would be you, too. I, I, is is this about a fire in the student bar? No, but sort of just sounding note somewhere. <laughs> no, it's simply complaints from your father. 
What's he want now? I'm here. I'm doing the thing. He's 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 requesting transcripts, and when a transcript was sent to him, he was raising an issue about what your credit hours are being applied to. So I will take a look into that matter as well. But in the meantime, it would mean a lot for you to help me on this endeavor. And besides, it's helping the Bardic College, which I have a feeling might be of importance for you. Well, anyway, in regards to Dad's question, I definitely spent most of last week in anima architecture subjugation. As I said, I will have a moment to talk to you about that. Hopefully, after I deal with Myra's obligation and you all help me with this particular job. So, here is the only information I have available about it. The item in question is referred to in some form as a PCO. And he lays out a piece of paper in front of everyone. And it's the letters PCO. And above it is just a circle that's sort of drawn. And that's it's just like there's no features on the circle as given. It's just a circle underneath are the letters PCO. And... I've been told that its location is it's stored somewhere called the Tisok Igorats. How is that spelt and how is that spelt backwards? <laughs> Don't jump the gun quite yet on that. <laughs> okay, okay. But that is what I've been given and unfortunately that is where I must depart from you all. If you have any questions you can bring them up with either Roger, or if you wish, you can take JJJ with you as long as he doesn't get hurt. As as JJJ is continuing to try to do a war dance with uh, Scoops, and I'm going to roll real quick to determine if he indeed falls off the table. He does. He basically, like, jolts. I rolled a seven, so he jolts out, touches Scoops on the face, runs back, and then falls off the other side of the desk onto the ground. They're basically immune to fall damage, so... Yeah, they, look, it's, it doesn't get hurt. Yeah. He doesn't get hurt, but that's like, after that Scoops, uh, after that Scoops, you see, like, JJJ, like, scamper out from underneath the desk. In any case, I wish I could stay, but... I'm getting more pings from the illusion department, so I must depart. I will see you soon. And then he does motion of his hand and basically just disappears from the room entirely as he tel- uses a teleportation spell to relocate himself to a different department of the school. On his way out, Scoop says, Find the truth, chief! Then he gets down on one knee and says to the weasel, So what do you say, Jays? Do you want to come with us? The weasel, like, like if you lean in close enough, it will just bat at your face with his paws. <laughs> Which, of course, Scoops does, but then Scoops stands up and says, that's not a no. (laughs) All right, so with that being said, so the party's been given uh, two pieces of information, and I think one of you has an idea about how to interpret one of those pieces of information. Um. Yeah, so whoosh is gonna uh, it's gonna it's gonna grab Mister Mister Roger, um, and (laughs) (laughs) and just go. So that that backwards that backwards sounding uh, backwards sounding one um is that backwards storage closet? Because I think that was storage closet backwards. (laughs) Did Laura just bust this wide open already? No, not entirely. But that's uh, but 
but that is the first step. So, so Roger is just like, I haven't used a pen in any point in my existence, but that does sound feasible. Um, <sighs> Wish is going to put the uh, the the stilts back on purely to be tall enough to properly hold the sword and not just be too small to to swing it. <laughs> Just make sure you don't lose your balance while wielding about there. Uh, do you prefer whoosh or whoosh? Yeah, whoosh? I, yeah. I, I've I've been trying to talk to the wind for a while recently, and um, that's as close to a name as I have managed to decipher. So I'm going with whoosh. Hmm. Have you tried consulting an air elemental? Um, I've tried, but they are, you know, using actual words and not the sound of the wind itself, which is, you know. Right, right. It, 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 it sounds like it should be helpful. It's not. Yeah, I think we have a, an Oren language class in this academy somewhere. There is a language of the wind, honey. You can just take the class. Um, at this point, Wish is just going to sort of stop <laughs> and question why they've been hanging out with the sword teacher. If we can, like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I totally meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so you, I will say... You are correct, Laura. You've deciphered the Tiso Igorots refers to storage closet, but um, any of you who have spent any amount of time at the school know one thing. There's a lot of storage closets in the school, so that does not necessarily help matters. Um, so the question is, first, how do you propose locating which which storage closet is, in fact, the Tiso Igorots? Walk backwards well if this is a horror campaign i suggest we stay together Mm -hmm. if it's a comedy campaign i suggest we split up (laughs) what was you gonna say laura or uh uh, jane i I suggest we just walk backwards because the word was backwards so it's the one behind us (laughs) yeah that's some yeah you know what fuck it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right then so just okay. peeking over her shoulder like how this work so, mm-hmm. so what's what scoops is gonna do is scoops is gonna try to open the nearest storage closet and just look inside well you do we open the door you see a wall on the other side huh. of the door then he's gonna close that door he's gonna go to the next storage closet and then open that closet and you see a wall behind it as well are they the same wall no wow they're storing a lot of walls in there I guess you never know when you might need to hold up a sealer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Woosh is going to go up to one of them and persist with this backwards theory by standing back to the door and trying to open it <laughs> from behind their back. Um, you do that, and as you walk backwards into the archway for the door, you bump up against the the stone wall, and you don't pass through. Now, what what if what if you try walking in a circle before opening the door? Because there's a circle above the PCO well, thing. Well, at this point, if any of you want to um, roll uh, either investigation checks or other or perception checks, I can give you some more clues. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll investigation on the wall with an eight. Fourteen. <laughs> Twenty-one perception. Okay, and uh, two. If you want to go ahead with your investigation as well. Twenty-one again. Excellent. So, uh, conjuration uh, relates to magic that pertains to summoning, teleportation, translocation matters. Um, you all you notice that all the storage closets have like keyholes, but none of them are locked. Maybe we need a particular key. Hey, Roger, you ever had to use one of these storage closets? 
Well, since I lack hands, not really. So, and most of the time, I'm just left in the classroom or being used by a student or someone else in a spar or answering questions about why during such spar that someone suffered an injury that needs to be dealt with. But no, I've not been in any of these closets myself. Maybe we should look for a member of janitorial staff. Someone around here must have prestidigitation. Scoops is going to close his door and peer through the keyhole. Um, you peer through the keyhole and it doesn't, like, you don't see through the keyhole. It basically, it's, it's almost like it's, if you're to look in the other side of the door, the keyhole does not, like, go to the other side. So it basically, it's a one-way keyhole that doesn't seem to go all the way through. Um, Whoosh is going to come up to the, the, the door and uh, whisper into the uh, into the keyhole. Please open. And and the, re- the theory for this is is the circle with the PCO below it. It stands for please close it open. That's a pretty good guess. Um, <laughs> by the way, here's a fun here's a fun thought. Does anyone here know what the material component is for the spell passwall? Not off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, Google probably knows. It, it it's a pinch of sesame seeds. I get it. Ah, uh, <laughs> jokes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Open says me. That one. That one went right to my liver. Trust, if you have ah. not, if, if you not read over material components for a lot of spells in fifth edition, you should, because the vast majority of them are puns and jokes. Open says who? Says me. Yes. Now that's not relevant to the situation. I just thought it was a funny <laughs> joke. Um, but what if you suggested finding a member of the custodial staff? That's a great idea. Um. Who wants to propose a member of the custodial staff you run into? Uh, I get the impression that Scoops probably has contacts. Sure, you can say that. Um, um, who do you know that's a, a member of the custodial staff? Okay, all right. How about how about Sparkles? How about how about he calls him Sparkles? <laughs> I do like Sparkles. a goblin. A goblin nicknamed Sparkles. There we go. All right, fantastic. So, um, you know where Sparkles is working, so you can find them quite easily. Um, Sparkles is actually in a section of the school and is cleaning off a basically repainting a section of the wall in one of the hallways just to kind of make it more, you know, clean and up to date. Don't you hate it when an NPC is introduced and you immediately know they're going to overshadow your player character? You're like, oh, mm-hmm. Sparkles the Goblin. I guess I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, Babish in season in season five of Dice Funk is like oh oh no I will uh, none of my scenes will be as good as this NPC I've made. Yeah, you can just sense it. This is also this is why I like asking for people to make up the NPCs because it one makes my job easier and two allows them to shoot their own foots with their own NPCs. So, <laughs> so uh, who approaches Sparkles? Well, seeing as how you know, I probably would have just had a conversation with sparkles again about the uprising and animal droppings uh, i'm going to i'm going to approach sparkles again hey sparkles what's the 411 uh it's you again um nah, don't be like that no 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 i'm just doing a very detailed restoration job here um sparkles remarks as the wall that he's working on is just solid white so uh, there's like the the one part of the wall is like bluish, and the part he's painting, they're painting, is white right now. It's, like, it's very meticulous. Right, right, right. Listen, I was wondering if I could uh, drop the dime on you for a a, a quick Q and A sesh. 
<laughs> okay, I don't know if we miss, if we understand that correctly, but go ahead. Uh, uh, it, it, the the goblin turns around and sees the lot of you, and um, it's probably the most surprised by the notably tall dwarf. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you brought friends this time. Uh, well, what do you need this time? Listen, I I've told you before, I don't know anything about about animal smuggling rings or the like. I've just been working the halls. Look, don't you worry about that. I'm making headway on that case itself, and some hot info has come my way by way of one particular weasel, if you know what I mean. Anyway, now the question I got is about um, uh, school supplies. The student shop is open from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day of the week. No, 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 not not school supplies like that. I mean, um, like let's say, uh, you know, um, I needed to get some parchment for a teacher, or you know, like if there was a mess, say, in the hallway that I didn't want you to clean up, and uh, like I I could just get it for you. Um, you know, where would you go to get some of that stuff? The the goblin looked progressively more confused by the line of questioning from Scoops as. He uh, is there someone who want my uh, who wants to interject at this point out of curiosity? Do you happen to know how to get into all these conjuration magic doors, the 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 closets? Uh, oh, the the storage closet. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. You just we we just use these, and they motion over and pull over like a key ring that has about about three hundred. You know, there's about like several hundred keys on this one like long ring there. Of varying different shapes, so they're like it's dispersed across across several rings. But there's basically a whole bunch of key rings with a lot of keys that all look fairly similar to each other. Um, so any any of any of these specifically for like backward back backwards? Sorry, I keep slipping into almost your accent. Um, <laughs> do do you have any that work for backwards backwards storage closets? It's the Tessol Gigarats. Is that ringing any bells? Uh oh, you mean the TE closet? Um, yeah, I think I I think I can handle. I think I know what that one is. Um, Scoops unfolds the piece of paper with the PCO in the circle and holds it in front of Sparkles' face and says, "Look, Mac, what do you know about this? If it's an orb, which I'm guessing it is, it might be in that closet. So." Do you think he might do us a solid and um, let us check? Feel, uh, go ahead and roll persuasion. Persuasion at nineteen. In in order to try and that uh, in order to try and help this along, um, Woosh is going to use a gust of wind to dry uh, Sparkle's paint on the wall faster, just to sort of speed up the drying process. Sure. <laughs> I would say in that case, uh, just to see how well you dry, <laughs> oh, go ahead and. Go ahead and just make a uh, make a spell attack roll. Just a D, that'd be a d twenty plus six. Okay, this is such a classic. I'm looking at my sheet and I see a spell. Wouldn't it be funny if I <laughs> eleven? That's very middle of the road. Very average amount of wind. Yep. Right. So you don't do like a perfect job of drying the paint, but you don't cause like a, a splatter of paints that ruins the. The precision work that Sparkles I've, I've is doing I've not made it here. streaky or anything. No, you have not. Hooray for being average. <laughs> Mediocrity wins again. The Jane so, uh, so, mm-hmm. so the 
the goblin nods. It's like, um, sure. Uh, uh, right this way. I- is there a reason why you're looking for this orb? We're just trying to throw a swell humdinger, if you know what I mean. I was saying, if it's an orb, I really hope we're walking into the lair of Marianne Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> that joke's not going to age well. Sorry about whenever this is released and she's already not a candidate anymore. <laughs> Fantastic. So it takes a little while, um, but you are led down a couple of hallways into just a more quiet section of the school. And lo and behold, you're brought up to a closet that does have the letters T-E written on it. Just the letters T and E. Um. And once they reach it, the goblin takes a moment, flips through some keys and such. Takes about, let's say, about a minute to find the right key. Puts it into the keyhole, turns it, and then proceeds to open the door. As they do so, the doorway opens into uh, a dimly, a, a dark room, basically. like you just, It just looks like it goes into a dark room after he uses the key on the doorway. Marianne's lair. Get the orb. Get the orb. <laughs> Now I really want to listen to one of my old Orb albums. <laughs> I just I just really dated myself, didn't I? Yeah. Mm. Yes, I was really into ambient electronic music in the 90s. Okay? Listen, ambient house? Yo, man. Yeah. I shouldn't Fantastic. lead any investigation because my stats on my sheet where it says investigation, instead of a number, it just says dumbass. <laughs> um, that, that being said, um, I that you have to investigation. Actually, I think everyone in the group has dark vision except for Scoops. Hooray! Yeah, but that's not going to stop Scoops. No, but uh, but anyway, so the doorway opens and you see into there, and there's a little like there's a a T E written inside of the space and some torches that are unlit inside of the area, and Sparkles just sort of notes. Um, you'll have to apologize about the upkeep. Uh, most of the closets have not been uh, inventoried properly in the past few years. We have to, we'll have to spend one of the upcoming summer breaks doing a, an audit of everything in this place. That's not a problem, Sparkles. You're a real swell guy. This really blows my wig. <laughs> You're wearing a wig? Uh, never mind. I won't ask. Whoosh is going to go in first. Yep. Just take the take the charge, sword in hand. Yep. So yeah, you walk in. What can they perceive? Um, the room is dark, um, but with there still being light kind of coming in through the portal that you step through. Like if you look back, you see the archway. You can see what appears to be like a visible sort of portal that is allowing you to get in here. Um, if you were to Roll an intelligence check. I can tell you a little more. Seventeen? Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're able to sort of realize is by looking back and forth, you realize that you've stepped into a pocket dimension that's been specially built um, for this particular closet. And from that and from how you check the other doors, you could infer that every closet has its own dedicated pocket dimension dedicated to it. Is this really easier than just making some closets? <laughs> this is running like eggs and coffee. It, it, it like if you say that to yourself, if you say that out loud, Sparkles will respond. It takes up less space than actually building the closets. You see how many of these we have? You hold they they hold up the multiple rings of keys. Hey, Sparkles, if this um door closes behind us, is there going to be a problem us getting back out again? I will 
I will stay in the area. I will leave the door open for the time being. But even if I close it, all that would happen is... And they sort of reach in and they motion to a little handle that's right next to the archway inside the room. This will activate the portal from the inside so you can get out. Peachy. Thanks. And then they sort of, you know, they waffle away, but then proceed to go get their painting supplies, uh, leaving the rest of you to investigate. Sue's going to poke around with a all just trying to see if anything's going to go off or explode, Nera. It's a good, it's a good thing to do. Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. 26. 26. Very You're good. You're real good rolls tonight. <laughs> You can tell that this first room, there's nothing that indicates uh, a trap. Um, the uh, There's a door on the other side of the room. It's just, it just looks to be a standard wooden door. Above it, the letters T, E are written, just to indicate. It's almost like a way to verify that the door outside leads to the correct entryway. Um, and if you were to investigate that door, you'll find that the door is not locked. I guess we're going this way. Go ahead. Uh, if you when you open the door, um, nothing happens because what you see in front of you are a lot of spider webs. Um. Well, I guess of all the places to get cleaned, the cleaning cupboard's probably the last place. Basically, what you you sort of see is a hallway that I would describe as about five to six feet, about let's say le- less than two meters wide, about a meter and a half to two meters wide, and about let's say um, a little bit over two meters tall. It's a fairly narrow and cramped little hallway, um, but it's pretty densely packed with uh, spider webs uh, for some particular reason. Um, Woosh is going to grab Professor Robert and uh, Professor Roger, whatever, whatever his name is, um, mm-hmm. and start trying to hack through the spider webs as if it's like, you know, cutting through the, the jungle undergrowth with a machete is the, the, the vision I've got in my head. That sounds completely fine. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Um, the sword you're wielding, the Espirit Blade, is treated as a plus two longsword for attack rolls. And so this would be plus one, two, three, f- plus five for your attack roll. 18. You hit it. Go ahead and roll damage if you're or wielding it with one hand or two hands. Uh, two hands. That would be that would be 1d10 plus 3 damage. 13. Very very good. So that's maximum damage there. So like Rod, like Roger starts to complain as you wield him about, but as you swing, uh the rest of you see uh whoosh just slice through the first several feet of these webs and they just fall to the ground limply quite easily. I, I, I know that I was somewhat focused on, um, you know, how you were talking. I was actually paying attention to the class. Uh, I, I, I can see that at least now. Good work. Good technique. Thank you. Now, don't complain when I keep asking you questions about how you vibrate vowel sounds, because, you know, it's going to happen. That... You'll have to excuse my lack of knowledge of how I work. I am just aware that I do work. 
I mean, humans spent thousands of years thinking their blood was full of ghosts or whatever. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't Austin, think mine, mine is. I tell you, I keep trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cast light for the record as a cantrip, which is a thing I could do as an ASMR. So scoops can see if it's getting dark where we're going. Can I just say it? It makes me constantly sad that as an ASMR, you don't speak in ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that, that is like you know. We could think you have abyssal in there, so that's a that's a that's not a form of ASMR, but it could be. Um, Everybody, um, I'm just gonna roll for initiative. Oh, oh shit! That's, Do- a, that's a smooth seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR D and D podcast. Oh, that'd be. We we've got an idea. <laughs> the nice clattering sound of the dice rolling. <laughs> So, um, with light up, uh, does anyone, does someone else want to deal with some of the the webs, uh, Sephora or two? Either you want to deal with the yeah, I'll slash them out. Uh, so you mess around the owl a little bit. It doesn't have a lot of um, efficacy dealing with the spider webs, not because you rolled poor on damage, but because um, technically by the rules it is immune to piercing damage because it just sort of passes by the webs. But um, if you were to Swirl the owl around. You could probably work away a bit of the webs. So I'm just In any case, make cotton candy. the first <laughs> exactly. If you're if you're attempting to make cotton candy, I'd say follow up with a performance check to prevent not losing your owl in the webs. Sorry, did I hear owl? Oh. Owl. A A W L. Okay. All right. The owl. Yeah. <clears throat> I do like the idea. She's been wielding an owl this entire time, and no one said anything. My brain just like snapped for a second there, and I was like. Did I hear wrong at the beginning? <laughs> so go ahead, Jane. Uh, roll a d20 plus six yeah. for me. If you went talons first, it might be effective. <laughs> a 12. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Maybe just the flapping wings would do enough. <laughs> I know, but but the, because the head ro- has like such a rotation, too, mm-hmm. it'd be like... A drill. <laughs> like, they could like swing those legs around back and forth. You, just, and just... you wield a heaven-piercing giga owl. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that is fantastic. So, um, with the performance, like you're able to recover and actually pull away enough of the webs to clear away to um, an archway that opens up into a larger uh, little center room. In Sketch, before we proceed, can I roll investigation on these uh, on these spider webs? You may go ahead. So that's a fifteen right there. Yeah, um, you're able to determine that these are relatively recent. Do they look like any spider webs I might have encountered in the school, say, a couple of one-shot sessions ago? <laughs> no. Actually, they do not resemble the webs of giant spiders. Okay. The, the, they're a bit more fine, and that makes them a bit weaker than giant spider mm-hmm. webs, but there's a larger density of them. So... All right, let's get fucking stabbed. <laughs> you guys want to go in there and get stabbed? It's fight time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could th- you could say that. Uh, who? Uh, how- uh, I mean, animal handling. Can I animal handle to know my animals? Sure. I'll say roll your animal handling. I'll also treat that as sort of like an animal, to, sort of like to insight. intuit an animal's intentions. Is the correct language correct. here? Uh, twenty three for animals. I twenty three animals. I'm going to give you a little special information here. Um, you look at the spider web. You sort of reach to feel along it. There's something very wrong about the spider web itself. It doesn't feel like spider silk. What does it feel like? 
<laughs> dog silk. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best way to describe it, it feels like something that was meant to behave like spider silk, but it isn't actually spider silk. Um, it feels fake. Oh no, they, in a they, way. They, they've got an imitation spider silk farm going in here. Oh no. Either that or we've stumbled on the supply closet for the Halloween decorations. Is, it, is there going to be a bowl of spaghetti up ahead? <laughs> I'm going to put my hands in it. <laughs> oh, there's, there's grapes Peel in there, grapes. or are they eyeballs? The, the last thing I'll kind of point out, so um, there is an archway that opens up into a room that has a table in the center of it, like a desk, and it's hard to make other, and there's three other doors in the room. That's what you can see even before you step into the room proper, though. So does anyone want to move first and... If so, I'll ask for rolls from you. I guess as the teacher, I have to be the responsible one, huh? Sure. Roll perception check for me, please. Oh, I'm good at that. You, you sure are. That's the only thing I'm good at besides animals. Um, mm-hmm. 16. Um, as you look around, like, um, you see what looks to be a couple of like little pillars that are set up around the perimeter of the room but right adjacent to the doorway there seems to be a a tile on the floor that is marked a little off and it makes it look like it isn't it looks like it's something that would act as a sort of a pressure plate more than anything else how do these janitors get anything done with puzzles in their work area? <laughs> step on it, step on it, step on it. Uh, someone with higher intelligence do the puzzle. <laughs> no, let the person with low intelligence step on the thing and find out what it does. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so with that, be- well, so you've been pointing out that there seems to be some sort of pressure plate right past the archway. Um, does anyone have a proposed way to deal with it? Um, I'd just pop a spanner on it, maybe. Sure, just throw a spanner on it, right? Throw a spanner in there. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, you throw a spanner on it, it it lands, and it and because of you dropping it off a certain height, it is heavy enough to spring the trap. And what happens is, uh, one of the pillars just basically like releases from the wall and falls right on top of the pressure plate area. With and it seems to be rigged in a way where it can fall over and hit someone who steps on the pressure plate, but then be rigged back up for future use again. Wow, this is about as good as one of my inventions. It's it's a deterrent, right? It's not meant to be a way to stop thievery. It's just a deterrent, right? A little bit. So the there. pillar has completely fallen now. Yeah, it's fallen. Correct. All right. And it's not automatically going back up. No, it has to be manually reset. Okay. See, it does work as well as one of my inventions. <laughs> So can we, can, from here, can we see any of the pressure plates? Um, the After the first one has been sort of seen and interacted with, there do not appear to be any other pressure plates that you can see that match that first one. That match that first one? There don't, that you can see, like, based on what you've seen, you can't, in terms, I mean, like, you, you know what a pressure plate looks like, nothing else that you can see looks like a pressure plate in that respect. So there might be other things that set off those other pillars. Maybe, but there's no way to tell from where you are. Okay. Well, Scoops is going to very, very gently ease himself over the pillar. Okay. You can do so. Uh, It will take a little time, but you can get over the pillar without too much trouble. Do the rest of you follow? 
because he is yeah. not that tall. Yeah, let's let's follow. Mm-hmm. So you enter into the sort of a central room of of the TE storage closet. There is a desk and, and with a bunch of papers and a couple of books on it. And then there's three doorways that you can see. Above each doorway are different acronyms. Uh, one set, the one on the left says A U S. The one in the middle sta- says G O S, and the one on the right says P M T. In addition, as you are looking around the room, um, uh, it's especially with the light that has been spelled has been cast. You can see the walls look a little odd because. Parts of the walls look like they're moving. I want to investigate the moving walls. Go ahead and do so. 24. Um, you recognize you notice that the walls are not are covered in stuff that are not the walls, but are in fact um small gleaming mechanical spiders. Oh great. And as the light hits them, enough of them they 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 start moving and falling from the walls and pooling on the ground into swarms as you see two swarms of such mechanical spiders appear. And as at this point, I'll need to ask everyone to roll initiatives. Ooh. Oh! It's, it's okay. The spiders roll the three. 15. Oh my god! Uh, I got 11. I got 9. All right, cool. Um, with that being said, the space is not terribly large. Um, any of you can move enough to kind of attack, but these are swarms that you're dealing with. So that does bring about a, 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 a bit of an interesting rules consequence. But go ahead. Uh, we are going to start with Sephora. It is your turn. And then um, whoosh, your turn will be next. Uh, it's time to druid it up, by which I mean it's crocodile time. I use my action to use my druid shape-shifting abilities, wild shape is what it's called, mm-hmm. to turn into a big old crocodile. That's going to take my action for the turn, so I can't do anything else, but it's uh, it's it's chomping time, fool, so you're going to get chomped. All right. So so, so you see the, uh, the, the hag witch, you know, the swamp witch, swamp, swamp hag, witch. rather. Swamp, swamp witch. witch. <laughs> swamp witch druid. Change into a big old gator. Is a crocker a gator? It's croc in the book, but it's alligator in my heart. I mean, I would say get gator in my heart too. You yeah, know, just got to You got to represent. So it's mostly snout shape. I would get hung up on the details. Although I haven't eaten crocodile. Alligator's delicious. I'm jealous. It is so that is that is. Do you move to any of the swarms in particular? Yeah, I'm. Mm, doop, doop, doop. I'm trying to think. Nobody else here is really martial. Yeah, I'll tank. I'll just get up in the. I'll get in the mix. With that being said, um, whoosh! It is your turn. Um, uh, okay, so the 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 swarm that isn't about to get gated, um, I'm going to try and get into range of that one and cast uh, Thunder Wave. Very good. Um, it will be a loud noise, but that's a very good spell to use in this case. So I need to do a saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> they rolled a nineteen. Oh. Okay, uh, so that's what half uh, half damage. Okay, you still take half damage. Sure. And it's thunder damage. Yeah, it is true. Go ahead and roll that damage. Okay, so we rolled on half. Um, seven halved is three. Uh huh. 
Um, you notice that it, that damage seems very effective against yeah, these. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. So I'm guessing that's still seven damage as opposed to three. It's six because it's three doubled in uh, this case. Here. Okay, but well, yes, close and en- close enough. That mm-hmm. that is what I needed to know, and that's that's all. I, I'm good. That's that's a, a good move in that part. Okay, uh, moving on to two. I'm going to whip out a couple of spanners, spin them around my fingers, and just tap out a tune on my tool belt and mm. offer bardic inspiration to Austin. Um, that That's sounds, me. That sounds great. You can actually do bardic inspiration as a bonus action, I think, right? Yep. So you, so you still have an action you could use to cast a spell. Um, These are mechanical spiders. Where is that? Heat, heat metal might be an effective response. Yeah, heck it. I'll, I'll heat some metal. All right, sure. Which which swarm are you aiming your heat metal to? Um, nearest Austin. I'm basically using the the gate of the cover. <laughs> so they're gonna be spicy chompers. They're gonna be jalapeno flavored. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and let's see here. Um, in this case here, I go ahead and roll the fire damage that heat metal causes for me. Oh. You you cast that um, uh, on the gator pile of sw- up, uh, the swarm. Uh, a few of the uh, spiders sort of get heat up and sort of melt, and it the on their turn I will roll a Constitution saving throw to see how much more the damage uh, spreads, and we'll kind of go from there. It's a good idea. The rules for how to deal with heat metal on like constructs is a little weird. Because it is a manufactured object. So I'm, I'm playing with this and it should work pretty well. And he is definitely going to cause problems for them in the short term there. Excellent. Uh, next up would be Scoops. All right. Um, I'm guessing that piercing damage probably doesn't work too well against these guys. Um, that's a pretty good guess, correct? Yeah. So in lieu of that, I guess I'm going to have to use my sling. Um, sure, you can go ahead and do that. All right, uh, so I'll attack the one that um, that Sephora is attacking. Sure, go ahead. And that's a 13. Eh. Uh, 13 will hit. Go ahead ah, and roll damage. Fantastic. So that's, what is that, 1d4 plus 3? Mm-hmm. Uh, f- 4. <laughs> uh, you, no- you notice that it does not seem particularly effective either. Mm, great. I'm useless. Mm, uh, let's see Don't- here. Don't try to stop my feelings from being hurt. <laughs> Sketch. I I can take it. I'm I'm an adult. I'm an alligator. <laughs> yeah, but you still might be an adult alligator. Uh you do have a you do have a cantrip that could possibly do some damage to them. I do. Yeah, can't you vicious no yeah, you're a bard. You can vicious mockery at the end of every turn. Oh right. Yeah. Only I have that's a different is it vicious yeah. mockery? Um, no, it's it's called cutting words, isn't it? No, no, it's called it's called it's called listen hear you. That's what it's called. Oh, right. Okay. You re- Sorry. You re- I, re- I, yeah. you're, you're, I renamed vic- it. Yeah, listen hear you. It's what is written on this character sheet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so with that being said, if we proceed to the spider's turn, spiders A are going to attempt to attack the gator. You want to have your stat sheet up for your gator there, Austin? Sure do, buddy. Fantastic. Okay, they're going to try to bite you. Armor class 12. 
as a swarm. They roll seven and fail to do so, but they sort of like start trying to cover the gator. Um, and at the same time, I'm going to roll a constitution saving throw on their part. Um, they, that botches. <laughs> Go ahead and reroll the fire damage too for them. It's what I call crocodile rock. Yeah. Doesn't even make any sense. Why am I talking? Mm-hmm. Crocodile done deed. Yep. Nine. Cool. They take nine damage. And Austin, roll me a constitution saving throw as you start getting covered in hot spiders. Oh. <laughs> hot spiders always get you going. Seven. I fail. I'm really warmed. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you will also take nine damage as well as a gator. All right, I have 19 health points. I don't know what happened there. But as a cold-blooded animal, you are probably also like, that kind of hurts in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) They do enjoy a worm. What's nice about Wild Shape is that it does not dip into your own hit point pool, I believe, correct? Yeah, once they beat my alligator up, if any damage goes over, it'll carry over to my other form. But yeah, it's like a full extra health bar I get. Yeah, so very cool. All right, the second set of spiders are going to attempt to attack the uh, attack uh, whoosh because they were assaulted in that respect whoosh does 19 hit your armor class uh probably yeah that hits my ac that that is uh eight damage as a bunch of spiders start nipping at you oh oh no oh no it's only eight out of how many hit points for the dwarf uh Nearly 40. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fortunately, you have two tankish characters in the class in the group right now. So that resolves. And after that's done, it's gator time. It's gator time. Mm-hmm. 13. Uh, great. You just you hit him. You All right. Uh, so you're automatically uh, grappled and you take six damage. That damage does get reduced down to three, but they are grappled even though they're a swarm. Mm-hmm. Escape DC is 12. Got it. Fantastic. Um, cool. And anything else you're doing in your turn? Nah, get chomped, fool. I'm cool. done. Uh, whoosh, it is your turn. Thunder wave. Thunder, Thunder wave. wave. Do it, doing it again. Give me another constitution. Cool. Constitution saving throw. They roll a two. They're going to take. That's, that's dump- more like what I was hoping for. They're going to take some double damage right now. Yeah, come on. Um, uh, that's D twenty eight. That's T twenty eight. It might, it might still be. You might roll more damage than what you rolled there. You rolled twenty one. Let's see what two D eight gives you. Uh, six, which is double to twelve. Not quite twenty one. Not quite twenty one, but they do. They're 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 hurting. That 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 scatters a bunch of them, and now there's a lot fewer spiders to deal with. Um. Uh, two, it is your turn. Um, you can use your bonus action, I believe, to reinflict the damage of heat metal. Yeah, I'm going to keep the heat on and make sure everyone gets to enjoy his warm spiders. Go ahead, roll your 2d8. Three. Okay, uh, that's your bonus action. What do you do for your main action? I've got concentration spell on, so... Yeah, but you might not want to use pyrotechnics right now. I'd say you could also cast Cure Wounds on the gator to heal it from the burns that you gave it. Um, If that's not going to break my concentration, then sure. Nope. uh, You'd break your concentration if you cast Detect Magic, but not Cure Wounds. Cool. Okay, let's cure some wounds. Please help. I'm so delicious when crispy. (laughs) And then you've been topped with spicy spiders. Yep. (laughs) Cool. So Almost back to full. Yep. So, yeah. So... 
uh, Sephora, like, to may have caused a little bit of a burn, but they walk over, they're able to tap you up to near full health. Playing nice. drums on the scales on the on the gamer's yeah. back. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, Johnny, it is your uh, rather scoops. It is your turn. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna listen here. You okay? So you're gonna use vicious mockery. That means the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. If it fails, um, it is berated by your 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 quick words takes a certain amount of damage, and then it has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. They, right. They basically have to beat your spell save DC. Yep. Yep. So yeah. uh, which one are you targeting? The ones on the gator or the ones harassing the dwarf? Right. Okay, then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get on Woosh's side here. And, sure. You know, Go ahead. five. All right. So uh, let's see here. They have a minus two to wisdom, so they're not... They're not very smart here. They're not very wise. And they rolled a five. So that would be a 1d4. So what do you say to these spiders to get them to, like, you know? I love when robots can be damaged by psychological trauma. That's my favorite kind of robot. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point my finger at them and say, listen, you eight-legged little freaks. Get off of my friend. Because if anybody in this room dies, I'm probably going to get a failing grade, and I just can't have that. Oh, that's very biting. Uh, go ahead and roll a, a d4 for your damage there. Also, t- t- tell them we can tell that their silk's counterfeit. It sucks. We know it's fake. I botched again. It's okay. You, you, you still did damage, and you gave them a disadvantage on the next attack roll. A win. Um, now it rolls over to Spider's A turn, and I got some bad news for you, Austin. Me? Yeah, they're immune to being grappled. Oh, that makes sense. They're a swarm. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Uh, this is, <laughs> don't worry. I, I was waiting until the right moment. So they're going to try to bite at you. Um, they roll an 11, which I assume doesn't hit you. Correct. 12 on the DC, huh? Yeah. So AC. And then they're going to try a constitution saving throw to avoid taking more damage from... Nope. Roll a 2d8, too. They rolled a. They botched their Constitution saving throw to avoid being burned for the last time. It's like they're like popcorn kernels or like firecrackers. Like as one blows up, the next one gets set aflame. Hot buttered spider corn. That's right, spider corn. Oh, Crunchy. If I didn't already have an episode name for this, uh, hot buttered spider corn is a pretty good one. Jane, go ahead and roll your two d eight damage. Nine. Fantastic. The rest of them pop off, and um, since there was only four hit points left, I'm going to say the remaining five are spat, uh, thrown onto the gator Aww. as they go off. But hey, you helped kill them off. Uh, you got a little ping there, but eh, it won't last. Um, spider bees are going to try to attack the dwarf. They're going to try to attack Woosh, and with their seven, they fail to Woosh. So that's over that is whooshless. They they and actually you know what I'm gonna roll them again because they have disadvantage. Uh they rolled a seven. Uh they rolled a seven and fourteen because they have disadvantage, they rolled a seven, so they failed to hit the dwarf and it's back over to the gator. Um Gator time. Gator time. You got a bunch of um twenty. Excellent. Um that does hit the spider swarm. Go ahead and roll your damage. I love damage. I can't grapple them though, so they're just kind of spilling out of my mouth all messy like. That's true. Nine. That rolls down to four, so they're almost done. Austin, which brings us to Woosh. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick question, Austin. Can you can you grapple them with your tummy? <laughs> by 
by, by having swallowed them. I'm trying. You can you can attempt. Is, is your tummy a grapple? <laughs> this is my brand new grapple hold. It's called digestion. I'd say there's now. I'd say there's only a few left. Whoosh. So you may not want to burn another thunder yeah, wave on I, this. Yeah, I wasn't planning to. Uh, if there's only a few left, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Professor uh, Professor Raj back out and uh, just try and take a nice big swing at them. Go for it. Make go for your swing there. Twenty one. You hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. That's gonna be a D ten plus three. Seven. You crush the remaining spiders, and the, you see a bunch of little carcasses of metal spiders about the room, and combat is over. Scoops immediately explains, look, I'm sorry, I'm a writer, not a fighter. I can't talk from now on because I'm an alligator for four hours, and I refuse <laughs> to change back. <laughs> um, it, it, it's super okay, we killed the things, you're a writer. What's with all these letters, and how do they relate to that other three-letter code that we got that had the circle above it? Because words, that's you. That's a, gr- that's, a great, that's a great thing. We, and we also have two very good investigators in this party. So, so yeah, the- Scoops is going to waddle over to the desk and um, investigate the um, papers and, uh, and, and whatnot. Sure. Um, two, do you want to... I think you want to do that as well? Always. Uh, yeah, fantastic. So, oh, f- uh, finally, I rolled something good. 23. Out of 16 from me. Fantastic. Um, the two of you investigate the desk, and you find yourself, you find a bunch of papers, and you then find um, a book that is basically a record of things being checked in and out of these respective rooms. Um, for the room these label. Are the records dated? Yes, they are dated. But they're single. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a hundred years ago. Unfortunately, the book you have does not go that far back. It only goes back about ten years. I ah. But there's still information you can infer, which I am going to gladly impart. Enlighten me! Alright. Um the room labeled AUS. Uh there's interesting there's an interesting thing about it. Um, there are notes about things being checked into the room, but never anything being checked out. And every item that's checked in, um, it ha- begins with the letter S, and then so there's an S O F B, S O I, S O D M, S O F D. So there's just they all begin with S O. Ooh, soft. <laughs> Um, I don't know if F, I don't know if soft is actually one of the acronyms in that set there. I thought you said S O F T. Oh S O no no. Um, I thought it was I thought, oh, no F D F D. Ah, soft. Yeah. So that's, um, that's almost as good as how I like my pillows. On 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 the theme of um of words being spelt backwards, um, is is there S E L G A E in there? Because um no. this room sounds a lot like Hotel California by the Eagles. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's I a, get it. That's a that's a good <laughs> reference, but that's not the correct inference. No, um No, we're not checking anything you want in, but you can never leave. Sure, uh, that's a that's a that's a great reference, but that's no. not the correct okay, inference fine. from it. Um, what about I, the other doors? I feel very dumb right now, so references are all I have. <laughs> um, every okay, so 
every uh, item. Well, Laura, you've yet to forget information that was imparted to you only like 30 seconds ago. So I still think that I have the championship right now for <laughs> dumbest thing to be said in this episode. That's fine. If I never learned the thing in the first place, I can't forget it. Listen, good, <laughs> see, listen, good references are not bad guesses. They may be incorrect, but they're not bad. So anyways, the, the GOS, um, everything in there, the only thing that's distinctive is that all of the items checked in have the letter O in the acronym. Uh, all of them have the letter O, usually at the end. Um, and then if you look at the the PMT room, um, the acronyms are a little bit harder to suss out. Um, but they, but uh, one of the things I can point out is at the very least, um, n- uh, based on those investigation checks, the one thing I'll point out is that the first one, what magic items begin with the letter that start with, with begin with a word that ha- starts with letter S, and then a word starts with the letter O, like something socks. of socks, like a a something of blank. sword sack, mm-hmm. what shoe? else? Mm-hmm. Uh, Staff. Think of something that's a one-time use magic item. Scroll. Scroll. Yeah, there you go. So, so if you so, inferring from that, uh, you get to one point where you get to look at one of the t- uh, items, and there's an order. Starfish. No, no, Sorry. no. It's like there's an order <laughs> that says items to be placed in in te hyphen. Any unwanted scrolls. Oh, that's the garbage chute. Yep, that is the room where basically any scrolls that people do not want anymore are just stowed away in. So and like the scroll of soft pillows. Mm-hmm. That that'd be uh that'd be the scroll that the the um oh juice. Uh the scroll of featherfall hyphen for head use only. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I can't, I can't imagine why, like you know, nobody would want that. <clears throat> All right. What about this middle door again, where everything's got O in it? Yeah. That that sounds like the one we need in in the like that that initial acronym we had was PCO. Hmm. Good. So um. So what do you think the O in GOS stands for? Of. Hmm. Well, wait, what type of object are you looking for? Orb. Orb. Ah, yes. So you, you can you are inferring correctly there. So uh does anyone want to try to mess with the, the door that has, has GOS on it? I'm in the corner as an alligator, just doing that hiss that alligators do, and I have two hours, correction, not four. It's half, not your druid level. So for two hours I will be hissing in the corner. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give it a poke. Go ahead. Go ahead and uh, does anyone want to investigate that door? Yeah. All right, let's let's investigate. Go ahead. Um, Seven. God, I'm back to my bullshit. Twenty-one. Two. Very nice. Uh, uh, very nice there too. With your twenty-one, you're able to determine that the door is not trapped, but it is locked. Should we head back and see if we can get a key for this? Hmm, that's a possibility, but. Can Someone we... in this group actually has a solution to get past that door. Aha! Yes. Um, I can cast mm-hmm. knock. 
That is correct. You you can cast a knock. Um, shall we? You could go ahead. I can't stop you from casting the spell. Well, I'm asking the party here because you know, do the thing. This is, this is a commune. Do the thing that you have that does the thing. Let's do the thing. All right. Uh, you cast the spell knock on the door. Uh, luckily for you, the door is not magically locked. Um, the only downside, of course, is that fact the not that knock like Thunderwave makes a very loud noise when it's cast. Well, Scoops doesn't live a quiet life. It's a law, loud knock audible from as far away as 300 feet, so about 100 meters, a little bit short of that, and emanates from the target object. But you do so, and the door is un- unlocked, and it sort of and it swings open as you do so. At the sound of that loud noise, Scoops kind of flinches and then turns around in that kind of like comedic horror movie way and looks at the door behind him. Mm-hmm. Does he see anything? You're talking about the door that you just came through earlier? Yes. Oh, uh, no, there's nothing there. Okay. Um, then he wipes his brow in a cartoony kind of way, mm-hmm. turns around to the door, and, and uh, looks forward. Okay. Um, who else is going to go into that, that door? Whoosh rushes forward. Cool. Whoosh, whoosh goes in. I take a two goes in as well. Always. In a gust. Uh-huh. And uh, everyone there. Okay, so the only one that's left behind is the gator. <laughs> I'm not actually going to be doing that like that. I'm not going to be an obstinate jerk. I was kidding. I'm no, coming. no, no. I, I'm, I'm. Are you the last one in? Yeah, I'm coming if I want my little leggies. <laughs> sure, but I want you to roll a perception check first. Uh oh, my gator senses are tingling. Uh, twelve. All right. As you approach the door, following everyone else, you hear something weird. Is it a Susie and the Banshees cover band? <laughs> that would be weird. Because that would be really out of place. I wish. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no. But um, let me double check something real quick here about. Hmm. Is it something for me to snap at? <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> uh, now, you're, now are, are, you still, are you still in your, um, in your gator form? Yes, very much. If I could, if I could become even more gator, I would. You hear people. You hear something talking or some things talking, but you don't hear it coming from the door that's open. You hear it from behind the PMT door. Prime my titties. <laughs> I actually I can't talk as an alligator, so I just make the alligator noise and just flop, 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 flop after the rest of the group. Okay, so. Um, at, so as the rest of the group goes into the into the uh, GOS room, you see shelves lined with just various orbs of varying sizes, but not really varying shapes because they're all orbs. So they're all spherical in shape, uh, you know, very different than our flat Earth that we live on. You know, <laughs> hashtag real conspiracies. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh God! Are the lizard people coming from the PMT door? Hmm. Maybe I don't know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, as you as you look through there, like the orbs are unfortunately not labeled. Is the main issue though? Uh, so you see a bunch of orbs, and none of which are labeled. So there's going to be another step that needs to be taken to find the orb. 
So who is going to do like who's going to try and investigate to find this orb, this PCO that you need to find? I'll give it an investigate. Okay. Go ahead and I'll roll your investigation check. Eight. Eight in the box. Um, I believe the feet that I just chose. Yes. You chose a feet. Um, what feet was that that you chose? That feet that I chose is bountiful luck. Mm. Um, when an ally you can see within 30 feet of you rolls a one on the d20 for an attack, ability check, or a saving throw, I can use my reaction to let the ally re-roll the die. <gasps> Very nice. So. Cheers, buddy. That's a 19. And that's much better. That is an improvement. I did something for the team, even <laughs> yes. though it wasn't role-based. Yes, so just the sheer luck of being around a, 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 a halfling that just craves the truth, <laughs> you're able to get a, a leg up. So um, I will give you a hint as to what one of the letters means in there. Um, the, the first letter in PCO... Um, deals with time. It's a word that deals with time. It starts with the letter P. Past? Mm, is that is that past? No. All right. But it deals with um something in relation to the passage of time or something related to time as a whole. Um or present? I'll give you a hint. Uh, the other hint is the fact that this is something that will last the entire weekend once it started. Party. It's a good guess. Uh but not quite. Um, so that's that's one clue I'll give you uh, to work with. Um, while you're investigating, uh, does anyone else investigate inside of the closet for the time being? I'll I'll throw an investigation check in sure, there. Sure, go ahead. For thirteen. Mm-hmm. God, I'm doing miserably. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I wanted to try and get insight on if there's any kind of organizational system, like a Dewey Decimal System equivalent, going on. That's a fantastic idea. Go ahead and roll insight. 12. You can infer that the orb area here is sectioned off by different schools, uh, by the not different schools of magic, but different organizations within the university. Ah, so there's probably an area for Bardic College. That is a good guess, yes. So you're able to kind of narrow down to a smaller section. This does take a bit of time. I would say about, let's say, 30 minutes or so. Um, perpetual. Uh, that is one of two correct uh, guesses for what P stands for. Yes, one of two correct guesses. The other one would be persistent. Ah, they're because they're effectively the same. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good. So it's a perpetual something orb. Orb. So while that investigation is going on, uh, hey Sephora, do you do anything with respect to? Informing the party of the voices you heard. Uh, I know it's the correct RPG move, but I just do think it's very funny to just be an asshole alligator. Be the alligator you want to be. <laughs> that's, in the, that, that, that's fine. Austin, if you if you grumbled as an alligator, though, we could have one of those, what's that, Sephora? There's something wrong. <laughs> is, is little Timmy trapped down the P, PMT door? I'm going to edit in a bunch of alligator noises under all of this. So for the audience, it's going to be totally incoherent. They're really aggressive. <laughs> so, 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 so if you want to, we can have the rest of the party try to incite information from you. <laughs> I can comprehend languages as a spell. 
Yeah, but I'm an alligator, it's not a language. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? I'm rolling insight on what yeah. this alligator is snapping about. So, 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 for, <laughs> so, so, allow me to, before that, Sephora, how do you try to convey information to the rest of the party without destroying one of the shelves in this room? Uh, so first they come in and I just start making really aggressive noises, which the audience is hearing now. And then when I finally get their attention, I think I like thrash like back in the way we came, just kind of mm-hmm. when I hold tail and body, um, mm-hmm. just kind of generally in that direction, but not like mm-hmm. not clear enough. Probably they needed to insight me to figure out why I'm doing a weird dance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyone else trying to insight this? Uh... Yeah, I, I may as well. Go ahead. Even though it's not going to amount to... Oh, 21. Oh, <laughs> I think that's like my second good roll this session. All right. So we have a 12, a 21, and a 4. Um, it's not quite enough for everyone to kind of catch on to things, what's going on. But between the, the group you kind of inferring, you get a sense that there's something up. But you're not quite sure where it's up or why it's up or what is up. You know, as a concept, you know. Well, why Sephora isn't just transforming back to tell us. Did you get some of those spiders in you? <laughs> listen, listen. Let her have her moment in the sunshine state, okay? Oh, no. I, I mm-hmm. totally understand. Like, I, I, I recently got a character in season six that can transform, and I keep just being like, how long can I avoid transforming back? <laughs> listen, the, only, the other option I thought Austin was going to go for was to go as a solar bear in reference to the minor league hockey team in Orlando. That would have been... <laughs> it's a very specific expectation. <laughs> there is a specific expectation, but I felt that that sort of pun work for a polar bear would have been great. Um, uh, we had season tickets to the Everblades, so you know I'm all about that swampy. Listen, listen. Everblades is also a very good minor league hockey team name in Florida, so... Austin, you get full Skitch, I just want to let you guys know that I did get that moment in the sunshine state joke thank so. you all right excellent so some time is spent um um sephora, and that was an ahead. accidental roll that didn't count for anything no worries uh sephora go ahead and roll another perception check while you're at it uh 10 i'm too busy dancing all right <laughs> so yeah you're dancing around you don't make much noise uh so as you're working in the space um go ahead and roll something in secret here Ooh. oh no uh, everyone Persistent else? celebration orb? That's a good guess. Not correct, but a very good guess. <laughs> oh. The persistent condiment orb, so that you know, wet on the little buffet table, they don't run out of dip. That's a, that's a really good guess too, but not <laughs> the, the Bardic College does love its hot dogs. <laughs> Always run out of ketchup before the end of Sunday. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Uh, so that roll is not particularly great, uh, Sephora, but you still hear noises. Um, in fact, everyone else roll perception checks for me real quick. <laughs> this is taking so much longer. I should have just changed back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, no, no, no. This is good. Uh, this is better. Okay. You made the oh, right choice. Okay. 21. Uh, and uh, uh, 18. Because they, they, they completely, the enemies just fucked up their stealth rolls. It's okay. <laughs> um, the majority of you hear like a shelf. Like, here's what it sounds like a shelf being knocked over and crashing in the room next door. Not in the scroll room, but in the other room. Something was is in the room and something knocked over and broke. And it doesn't sound like it just fell off a shelf. It sounds like someone knocked over a shelf in the room next door. Should we perhaps close the door that we just um, 
I mean, we would be trapping ourselves, but... <laughs> um, Woosh is just going to sprint that toward toward the noise. Mm-hmm. You go to the you, you you go in and if you approach the PMT door, you hear that the noises are on the other side of that door. Open the door. You can't. Where's the door? The door is locked. You got to knock. So the door is locked, but it is a wooden door. So can I just like can I just hit it with the, the hilt of the sword, try and knock it, knock, knock through it? You can, or you can cast shatter on it. Fine, I'll use a I'll use a big I'll use a big girl spell slot. You have three of Pers- them. Yeah. Persistent cranberry orb? I mean, maybe there's turkey? Mm, uh, that's a good, that's a tasty, but not champagne. correct guess. What's, what's the, uh, the door's constitution? That's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to roll it real quick here. Um, D20 minus five. Uh, minus ten, rather. Um, it rolled a seven on its constitution, the saving throw. Okay, I'm going to gonna do big damage on it then. Okay. Cool. Um, Catering. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait! I gotta roll again because it uh, it's um, it had disadvantage. It rolled a natural twenty on one of its rolls, but but it failed the save. So roll your three d eight damage on it. Uh, sixteen. So, um, is anyone else outside in the main room when this happens? Nah, I'm I'm still in the orb room. Okay. Uh, what about you two? Uh, I'm still in the orb room. Uh, proposing champagne is the option. I mean, I was I was gonna follow. Uh, yeah, I, fo- I follow. Okay, so you see the door like explode into a bunch of wooden pieces, and on the other side you see uh, a group of small uh, flying imps in the room. Mmm, sky raisins. <laughs> yes. You here for our party control orb? Now, now, now. Uh, it's a good guess. Uh, but, um, the damage was 16. I'm going to do a real ch- quick check here. Uh, let's see here. There are four of them in the room there. So, let's see here. Persistent cum orb. <laughs> Persistent crudities. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Con- construct? It's a not a bad guess, but right now there's a Another situation going on. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, I'm just so 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 the door explodes. The door explodes. There's a uh, fight, and I'm doing a crossword uh-huh. puzzle. <laughs> uh, and what happens is that uh, the imps on the other side are able to dodge out of the way before getting hit by the splinters of the door, but they are caught off guard. And initiative is rolled for everyone. So let's go ahead and just take care of this. Um, hit me, daddy. And yeah. And lastly, we have uh, uh, we have Woosh at three. Okay, so first turn, Johnny's turn comes up and passes uh, because he's surprised. Imps have a turn. The four of them kind of fly out of the room and and begin to try to respond to the situation of the door being blown open and them being caught with you know their their scheme at play. So, uh. They fly out, and uh, one of them... Uh, Persistent crime orb. That's a pretty good guess. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and all, once all the four of them fly out of the room, all four of them turn invisible. 
Oh, bastards. Also, Persistent Crime Orb is another name for Lauren, she would tell you. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good guess there. All right, Gator, it is your turn. Um, you, did, you did see all of them kind of move out into the room and then turn invisible. So you know where they last were. All right. If you, you wish to try to... Yeah, I'm, I wish to leap and snap at them as if they were a caribou on the banks yeah. of my river. Yeah, so you, you can attack at one of them with disadvantage. All right, with disadvantage. Also, I know caribou don't live in the same... That's crocodiles. 16. You, you hit one of them, so go ahead and roll your damage. All right. That's nine damage, and they're automatically grappled. Yeah, so you snatch one out of the air. It looks really wounded. It That, that thing took a... That thing took a hit. Uh, death roll, here. death roll, and, death roll. And to the rest of us, it just looks like the gator is smiling. Well, no, no, everyone <laughs> else sees it, because once it takes the damage, it, the, the invisibility sort of removes, because it can't concentrate on what happened uh, there. You just, you're just ruining the images of my head sketch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's really hurt. It's, like, very bloody, and it's cursing in um, Infernal, which if anyone speaks Infernal... That's what it's. I do. In. I speak infernal. I thought I, I thought I speak abyssal. I speak abyssal, celestial, common, druidic, and infernal. So you actually can understand what they're saying. Um, what it's saying, it's basically saying, you know, like ah, the plan's foiled. We we gotta retreat. I'm just doing barrel rolls on the floor. Once an alligator strikes and gets its teeth in you, they just spin. I don't know if you've ever seen a death roll. <laughs> they're basically just trying to rip you to pieces it's pretty wild if you ever get a chance to see incidentally it. one of my favorite meals at a sushi restaurant that i go to is a death roll mm-hmm. <laughs> very nice uh two your turn passes by because you were surprised whoosh it is your turn um you see one of the imps in the gator's clutches and the other three imps are invisible so you can't see where they are uh how far apart were they from each other before they went invisible they're basically on opposite corners of the room. They were able to fly to the ceiling of the room and kind of spread apart. He hates so... your AOEs, Laura. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, before we do anything else, I want to throw in another guess at what the uh, the orb is. Is it the persistent cocaine orb? Because I think it's going to be a hell of a party. <laughs> that's a that's a great answer, but no. Thanks, celebration. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I already said celebration. Okay, fine. Um... Can I do a thunder wave the last place that I saw one of these imps? These Go ahead. Uh, what saving throw do they have to do? Uh, constitution. Mm-hmm. Persistent okay. cough orb. Mm. <laughs> uh, it rolls a 19 because it has advantage against spells. Mm. Austin. Persistent cough syrup orb. Okay. Uh, 10 damage. Um, you did a d28 again. I did another fucking d28. Let me roll my d28 <laughs> sketch. <laughs> you always get a 21 on there. You really want that kind of die to exist. The nice thing about Thunderwave is that it does... Wow. Fine, one damage. <laughs> it does take the one damage, but let's see here. Um, uh, it, it does have to do a concentration check for itself. Um, so let's see if it succeeds at that. It does. So basically, you can kind of hear that it got pinged for damage, but it doesn't lose its concentration, and it still is invisible. But you can hear what it, it, where it is. Okay. So. Austin Austin just hears this like little voice from the corner of the room go, Motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, back to the top of the order. Johnny, it is your turn. I'm going to cast Sea Invisibility. Uh, no fair hacks. You know what the- 
Now, now <laughs> I'm going to point out something real quick here. Um, do you know what the material components of sea invisibility are? Um, a pinch of talc and a small sprinkling of powdered silver. Yep, because you basically throw baby powder on everyone. That's how you see them. Uh, anyways. Yeah, um, but it's 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 uh, like self, isn't it? I, no, no, no. I know, but I, I like to think of like you throw baby powder on someone that's invisible. Like, yeah, ah, all right, <laughs> gotcha. But anyways, so you cast the invisibility on yourself. Perfect. Um, do you run out into the main room? Yeah, yeah. You see the other imps, and you can convey where they are. So, and that's I'm gonna do that. All right. Um, you still have a bonus action. Do you want to give bardic inspiration to someone? All right, I'm gonna bardic inspiration, um, Gator, and I'm I'm just gonna yell, "Sick 'em, girl!" Imp's turn. The one that's being grappled by you is going to try to escape. Uh, what does it check for that? Strength DC twelve. DC twelve. What? Try me, imp. Oh, an, a natural twenty. Ooh, look at me. I'm an imp. I'm not gonna get torn to shreds in front of all my friends. <laughs> no, but it's gonna try to fly away from me, which means you do get an attack of opportunity. Oh, you're fucking. You're fucked, imp. You dumb bitch. I killed him. Twenty one. <laughs> uh, okay, roll your damage. Nine. Uh, you do kill that bitch there. So like, it just like. You chomp it away as it tries to fly away from you. So that's one imp down. I saw a video once of an alligator enclosure, maybe crocodile enclosure. There was like five gators slash alligators just chilling in there. Nobody's doing anything. And then one just flipped out, grabbed the leg of another one next to him, and then did a 360 barrel roll and just ripped the arm off clean. And then they all just went back to chilling and nobody acknowledged it. <laughs> <laughs> They're the weirdest animals. <laughs> All right, the imps turns. The imps are next, so the each of them are going to shift and make a sting attack as as part of their turns. Um, the uh, they're going to attack. One's going. The first one is going to attack um, Woosh because it was attacked by Woosh. Hey. That will be mm-hmm. a sixteen. Does that hit your? Yeah, that hits my AC. Okay. Uh, that will do, that will do four damage, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. Thirteen! Very good. Uh, you take an additional five poison damage. Mm -hmm. Does does the fact it's poison damage mean anything? Only if you have a particular immunity or sensitivity to poison damage. Oh! Oh, I have, uh, advantage against poison? Uh, you have res oh, uh, yeah. You have resistance to poison, so you take two poison damage from it. Oh, how many did you say before? Uh, it was five, so it so okay, it's only two. I'll, I'll heal three of them back up. Yeah. So and actually, you have advantage on saving throws against poison, so you could actually. It doesn't matter you saved, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. What Scoop sees is basically it shifts and its head shifts into like a spider and bites at you as if it's a spider. Um, and then the other two do the same, but both of them are going to do it at the gator. Uh, so the first attack um, is a 10, which misses. Suck my tail. And the other one, Natch, uh, crit fails. Um, Suck my it, tail. It will, uh, let me do real quick here. Since it attacks, they're both visible. Um, you can use a reaction to, to attack it back if you want to, Austin. Eight, I miss. Uh, that does miss. Uh, it's not a critical miss, but it does indeed miss the attack on it. So there's, there's a, a bunch of... They took a moment to go invisible, then they all swoop in, and only one of them got an attack off. It was on the worst person to hit. 
Um, now it is your turn, Austin, and you have two imps nearby. I am Death Incarnate. 20. You, uh, uh, you attack one. You hit it. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. 10. You kill it outright in one hit. Jump! That's what we call Big Gulp. I just watched Jaws, like, a couple of weeks ago. It's about mm-hmm. me now. Yep. Um, and then, at that point, it is Two's turn. You are able to get out into the room if you wish. Are you going to try and find the persistent campaign orb? Because it <laughs> gives us a, a campaign to go on. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you this. If you stay in the room, I'm going to give you a little something to work with. Okay. Hit me. Uh, you can roll a history check with advantage. And you get to add double your proficiency. It's going to be a plus seven to the roll because it is a history check related to magic items. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah. 15. You notice one of the orbs in the Bardic Row, and it is a, an orb with a bunch of what look to be uh, mirrors scattering the outside of it in an, in an array. The persistent Christmas orb. It's it's a glitter ball, isn't it? Uh, what what is it? You have to What is a glitter ball? What is that? Uh, like a disco yeah, ball. Yeah, disco ball. Miracle. Okay, so so it is. So the persistent cha cha or no no. <laughs> um. So, but they uh. But you can also see that through whatever dim light there is in the room, that a myriad of colors are seen through the mirrors. Color, persistent color orb. Uh, what's another word for color? Chromatic. 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 Yes, you, you, uh, you two have uh, stumbled upon the persistent chromatic orb, which is, as you inferred, Laura. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's a big disco ball. It is a magical <laughs> disco ball. Correct. <laughs> <sighs> I once had love, and it was a blast. Um, <laughs> I got you, Johnny. Very good. Um, with uh, if you want to spend the if you want to spend your action investigating it, I'll give you one more clue. Twenty five. Cool. As you place your hands on the orb, you are able to sort of intuit uh, a little bit about how it might work. Um, there is a, a keyword you have. There is a keyword you have to state to turn it on, and. You said part. You all said part of that word. Early, the part of that phrase earlier. Celebration. No, it's party something. Party. Party on. Mm, close. Party start. Party rocking. This is simply party time. So <laughs> if you if you declare that it's party time, the orb will turn on. And you know what? It is party time. If you say that, the orb lights up, and. It starts gleaming in bright light that kind of pours out of the room. Um, normally, you'd have to sort of shield your eyes to it, but you're prepared for it. Um, I have my goggles down. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't seem to do anything else quite yet. So you need to do one other thing for it to work properly. But you got, you got. It's a disco ball. It's a magic disco. Is it ball. the electric slide? But what do you need to do in order to trigger the electric slide? We'll find out after it's Wush's turn. Oh, my turn. Um, mm-hmm. So, are are there any of the uh, the imps that are in stabbing range? Uh, one, the one that attacked you is in stabbing range. Okay, I'm I'm gonna use the professor sword to stab that imp. Go for it. You may make your attack roll with a plus five. Uh, crit. 
Very good. Um, that would be 2d10 plus 3 damage. Man, I wanted to eat all the imps. You get to kill one, and I can't go for my perfect score. <laughs> you can eat the one once it's stabbed. Oh, yeah, they're, they're still edible. <laughs> uh, 14. Uh, go ahead and paint me a scene about how you take out this particular imp. Um, so, I'm a bit frustrated. This thing is trying to bite me, and it didn't even have the courtesy for me to see it. So, mm-hmm. up on up on, up on on stilts, um, Woosh is going to sort of take a running couple of steps and just al- almost, like, not quite throw, but almost throw Professor's sword into the imp. Just, like, really stretch out to get him. Skewer them on that blade. Yeah, Roger sort of, like, is almost whinging about it. It's like, ah, don't overextend! And then you make perfect contact and slice the imp in half. Like, I, and- I know that the, the sword, like, doesn't extend in any way, but I feel like the professor's like, eh, if I just, like, get a little bit further, I won't get so overextended. Very good, but you kill that imp in one hit, which means that there's one left. And, uh, mm-hmm. shake it off the sword so that it's, uh, in, in eating range. Mouth. Get it in the mouth. Yep. All right, um... It is your turn, Scoops. There is one imp remaining and is right by the gator. Right. But you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to take out my viol and start playing it. What what song do you play? Electric Slide. <laughs> is anyone in the party immune to charm? I don't like that question at all. No. <laughs> uh, no. Um, everyone... In the end range has to do, let's see here, a wisdom saving throw right now. Even me? No, because you're the one playing the instrument. Right. Uh, 22. Okay, very good. Is this that Fortnite weapon where it makes you dance? Uh, no, but yes. Okay. Okay, for me, that's eight. That's mm-hmm. D20 for me. And two, uh, a wisdom saving throw. Ten. Um, everyone except for the gator and for uh, t- and for uh, scoops are compelled to do <laughs> the electric slide <laughs> as they're all inflicted with Otto's irresistible dance, which is what the orb does when music is played and party time has been activated. I love the idea that this ensorcelled ball has got you all in its devil's dance, and the only person who isn't in it is just this gator who's just like, mm-hmm. hell yes, my jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I was dancing earlier, too. Yeah. Um, if you want to determine how good the performance is, Johnny, go ahead and roll a performance check. Well, all right. Well, my performance is plus four. Mm-hmm. 24. I critted that. Oh, so- shit. I'm going platinum. <laughs> Oh, I I only got 18 for my dance. Uh, Well, no, 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 no. The performance check was for Johnny's playing. Oh, sorry, Uh, sorry. Everyone's dancing is fantastic, um, (laughs) but you are all compelled to dance uh, as basically between two and and scoops, the two bards in the party, you figure it out. Um, Actually, uh, two, you actually have advantage on your roll, so go ahead and re-roll the wisdom check there from earlier. Or you can just take the 18 as your second roll there if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'll take the 18. Scoops pulls out his veal and begins playing the electric slide. Great selection, by the way. He Thank plays you. it masterfully for someone who has skipped out on his classes for some of this stuff here. But I'm just going to back him up on my, uh, on my yeah. belt. 
Yeah. So the uh, the orb like pulses in time to the music, and everyone except for the other bard of the party and the gator are compelled to dance. So that's basically means that the the dwarf and the imp are compelled to dance the electric slide. Um, which is a big problem for the imp because it's not going to be able to attack while it's dancing. <laughs> and as a result, it passes by Cern and Gator. You have a dancing imp in front of you. <laughs> you, mean I, you, you mean I have a stylish snack? <laughs> you sure do. Do I get advantage on this? Uh, yes, you have advantage on your attack against it. Get dunked, bitch. 19. Go, go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah, 11. Um... That is enough to take it out. So you chomp. The imp is like doing a rather smooth move, and they just like chomp the whole thing in one go. It just it just goes down whole. Electric slide <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> I know I'm incorporating him into the dance, right? Because he's spinning through the air. I grab him, and then I start rolling as the big finale finish. <laughs> so excellent. So oh, so combat is over, but the dance may still be continuing depending on how long Scoops plays. I think I think Scoops finishes the song. Mm-hmm. Because he's just like, like this is the performance of his life. It is. Oh yeah, because like it's it's sort of like again, this I as a DM this happened perfectly because I wanted someone to trigger the dance component of the orb before the fight ended, and force the imps to do a saving throw. But yeah, so he finishes the song and then mm-hmm. stops. Very cool. And um. To your perform, if uh, you want to roll performance just to see how good your uh, your Backup drumming has gone. 26 crit. Oh, God! Double crit on the performance! <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Like, for two people who normally, you know, who normally aren't... One is not allowed in the classes, and one doesn't go to them. You string one of the... You string a performance that is so good, you might have actually won the auditions if you were auditioning for the for the party. Yeah, now if you can just repeat that in front of an audience, you'll do great. <laughs> Scoops, you should join my band. Yeah. That that sounds like an interesting idea. Come by the newspaper office and we'll chat. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now, uh, now that comment's over, do you all want to investigate the room that the door has been blown open in? Sure. I will get some free weird discount scrolls from like the scroll bargain warehouse. No, that's that's the other one. This is a, the the PMT oh. door. Fine. What's what's the PMT? So the room you enter is interesting. It sort of looks like a storage closet of like a bunch of types of adventuring gear, but it, like to give you an idea, it's like there's like sort of a, a hazmat style suit that looks like it's well insulated for heat. Um, there's like rebreather gear for like water and other such things. And through this, you find a little plaque in one area indicating this is the planar magical tools room. Ooh. So equipment used to travel to different planes safely. Or the Pimter, for sure. Yeah, the Pimter, absolutely. Um, uh, if you want to investigate the room, you may feel free to do so. All right. Roll an investigation. 12. Mm-hmm. I'm outside eating the imp that <laughs> Woosh killed. Yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Uh, 18 to investigate. Two in particular uh, finds a note that is written and was left on the ground in the room. And the note is not in a language that you understand. Anyone else able to read this? Uh, common deep speech or dwarvish? Uh, no, it is neither. N- none of those. 
I'm going to wave it in front of the gator. Uh, elvish halfling? Ni- neither of those. Gator? <laughs> I speak abyssal, celestial, common, druidic, and infernal. Gee, I wonder if it's one of those. It actually is. You <gasps> a good guess. So um, if you present the note to the gator, um, even in your gatory form, eating on your uh, your third course of lunch, or fourth course maybe, um, you're able to read what the note says, basically. Um, to shorthand it, the note is a set of instructions for basically a a way to enter this pocket dimension in sort of a backdoor manner. And then some instructions for specific supplies to steal from the, the magical tools closet. And it's signed, Jeff. <laughs> it is not signed, anyone. There's no one that's no signature on it, but it's just written in a, it's basically like a list of instructions of, here's how you get into the closet. Here's how, here's the things I, I we need you, to, I need you to steal. Uh, here are, here are some assistance to help prevent intruders if anything goes wrong. You know, failure is not an option. Considering that the note of how to get into the closet is in the closet, presumably whoever had the note telling them how to sneak into the closet succeeded. So I'm guessing the things on the list already got stolen. Not necessarily. The imps might have brought it. With yeah. Them. Uh, well, if you if you if you want if you want to, you can. Uh, if if the gator turns back to a, a teacher, um, uh, they could relay what items were looked for on the list. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't know why I feel so difficult tonight. We only have eight minutes left. Uh, yeah, I think after I finish the the fourth imp, I'll turn back and be like, "All right, fine. I was having a delicious time, and y'all have to ruin it with your book learning." Uh, blah blah blah. The imps were pulling a heist. What did they steal? Did they steal anything? Um, if you relay the items in question, the items specifically aren't that important, but if you relay the items in question and you go into the closet to check, you'll find that those items had not actually been successfully stolen. Like, you could tell they had been pulled out from one of the shelves, and when they were, it was like, one of them was like a helmet of sorts, and when it was pulled out from a shelf, the shelf fell over because they fucked up when they were trying to steal it. Yeah. All right, it seems like we foiled an imp heist. I guess I'll take the letter back to the headmaster in case he can trace it back to whoever hired the imps, but they failed and I ate them, so victory. Is there any running theme between what was attempted to be stolen? It's hard to tell right now. Like, there's items that are useful for getting into certain planes, maybe, but the the instructions did not specify what they were for. It was just sort of like a list of items. It is very possible that some of the items are sort of like false leads, and only one of the items on the list is actually meaningful. But it's hard to tell at this time. Okay, so there's there's no there's there's no insight we can we can glean into the situation from from the list. Not at this time, it seems. So it might take another another session, some other time. Wink, wink, to <laughs> unveil more about this. Nudge, nudge, a continuing plot thread. Do you say? Listen, okay, I may not have a extending 40 session season to go through here, but I gotta have something, damn it. Hey, you can have a 40 session season just spread out over a while. Over a few years. <laughs> Scoops declares, as much as I hate to say it, this list has to go to a higher authority. It's a shame it wasn't the persistent condiment orb, because they really could use some barbecue sauce. Scoops takes out his notepad and, and asks Sephora, So, 
What do imps taste like? They're full of the. They burst with flavor. You ever had a a, a gusher? <laughs> no. It's kind of like what if a gusher could scream and curse me? <laughs> yeah. Um. And we 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 had to censor what they said for the the the, the tender ears of our fans. More so because it's not horny at all, so there's no point in relating it to the fans. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not into war. They're not going, eat me, crocodile daddy. So, so Please, someone be horny about getting eaten by Sephora, please. Oh, eat me, gator daddy. <laughs> Listen, we know the rules of the internet. We know they exist. Anyways. Bite me, mommy. <laughs> so um, is there anything else that you do uh, before you gather the, the chromatic orb and, re- and return back to the headmaster's office? Part of me is tempted to say that Woosh just, like, grabs, like, three random orbs to go, yep, these come <laughs> with me. I'm your teacher, put the orbs back. <laughs> yeah, Roger, Roger, both Roger and Sephora, Sephora like, uh, like, you're not, you're not authorized to take those, I would suggest leaving them where they are. Um, okay, the two, like, t- most of them are put back, one of them just gets slipped in, in, in the fog. <laughs> you're gonna have to roll a sleight of hands check. Gets to- slipped in the fog. Okay, I'm gonna sleight of hand to try and sneak one away in the. Uh, I don't have great sleight of hand. <laughs> so what's one out in the in the fog beard? So what's your character's personality? Well, I love the wind and I steal <laughs> orbs. Six. <laughs> detention, big detention. And 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 uh, and unfortunately for you, Jay's is a complete narc and rolls a nineteen on their perception and just sort of like points out the orb. Okay, Woosh just sighs and puts it back. JJJ J- J- J is completely a narc. I'm sorry, folks, but he is. <sighs> oh, yeah. cops are bad. <clears throat> that weasel is a real weasel. More, just more bad cops, fine. Mm. Listen, you can, you might be able to get authorization. You you did one of the schools a solid. I'm not saying that you can't do it, but you got to get authorization is all. I don't, I don't even know what that is. I just kind of want it. Also, having an illegal orb is half the fun. <laughs> illegal exactly. orb? Who gives a shit? I, I, I don't want to get the orb, because then they'll tell me what the orb is. I just want to, like, take an orb and sit and guess acronyms for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, why, that's why I designed the acronym puzzle the way I did, so but, thank you all for, for indulging all I, me For there. all I know, I could get the persistent, uh, I don't know... I don't even know. That's you the have point. anything. It's the persistent crocodile orb is what it should have been. The persistent yeah, chiffonade sure. orb. Yeah. The coke orb. <laughs> chiffonade. Yeah. Where's my persistent coke orb? Uh, Scoops, Scoops is going to collect the remnants of the shattered door mm-hmm. and kind of like put it in a pile next to the doorway mm-hmm. and then scribble in his notebook and tear out a sheet and lay a note on top that just says, sorry, Scoops. I do have mending. I think I could do one piece at a time, as long as they're not larger than a foot. Mm-hmm, you could, but, you know, we don't have to worry about that. You at least apologized for it, which is nice. Yeah, and I'm going <laughs> okay. to let Sparkles know when when we go outside. Oh, yeah, the Sparkles the best character. We, 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 well, we're going to hand wave past Sparkles, because we have already know that they're the best. We don't need to elaborate it further. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let them know, and then on our way. As like he like if you if you if you say do you say anything about like what happened there to Sparkles by the way? Yeah, you, you do that. Sparkles would be like, this is supposed to be the only way in. It's a mystery to me too, Sparkles. But don't worry, we're gonna let the right people know. Okay then. 
The imps were employed by some kind of greater scope villain for the arc as a whole. Don't worry your head about it, Sparkles. Uh, that sounds like a very meta comment to make. Not quite insane. I don't know if you're allowed to make that there, Sephora. Try to stop me, Sparkles. It's, it's, it's fine. We, we we heard about it from the persistent uh, persistent conspiracy orb. Mm. <laughs> the, perfect, the perfect conspiracy orb. No, the or perfect conspiracy we? orb. Yeah. Anyways, <sighs> relaying back to the uh, headmaster's office. As you enter, you see um, Oren just like, like he's at his desk and he's just sort of like face planted already on the desk with a very deep sigh, Mm -hmm. looking very tired. How'd the illusion investigation go, boss? It turned out that they were both illusions. Sorry. It turned out that they were both illusions. (laughs) So we're still looking for the student in question. That's a pretty good punchline. I'll give you that. Like I said earlier, an illusion student tricking people? Kill surprise. Listen, I have to commend their moxie, but but bylaws dictate that I have to investigate further. Well, we got your perpetual crumb cake orb, so I'm gonna go to bed now. I don't even know why I'm on this adventure, so you know, am I done? <laughs> your character is kind of a jag. <laughs> Shard point is like the monster squad of the D&D universe. So <clears throat> I'm just going to whisper party time and start drumming away on my Fortunately, Oren does succeed of his saving throw against it. And um, he's, he's going to use his last instance of portent to make um, eeny, meeny, miny, whoosh intentionally fail this check. <laughs> It's the last scene of this where we bring the orb back and fucking uh, two by four turns it on and then Orin just watches us all dance uncontrollably and while just like staring into the middle oh, distance. I should have played safety dance. You still have a chance. You can dance <laughs> if late, you, I'm playing pop punk. You can dance if you want to. You don't really have a chance. A choice. I said you, you have a chance if you want to. No. I mean, you know, like. Scoops is, is not that much of a mischief maker. He likes to keep his sources on his side, and he knows that he's kind of got an in with 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 weight. That that's okay, but you still have to make a wisdom saving throw then, and so do you, Sephora. Your friends must dance, and if they don't dance, then they have high wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> yep. Ooh. Nine, I failed. Oh wait, wait, I get to roll again, because that's a uh You you are you are yep. Uh, you both fail. Um, yeah. With a 9 and 11, and with the 7 that was imposed onto um, yes. on Woosh, because Orin is an asshole and a divination wizard. <laughs> so he just watches all dance uncontrollably as the credits music starts. <laughs> spicy this week am i spicy this week you just sent me a message that says hey bitch you up (laughs) which i I guess means it's credit time (laughs) credits prison to electric boogaloo 
All right, so you, everyone knows the music credits are in the description, as well as all the Patreons, patreon.com slash austinyorski. That's how you get on the list we're going to read. You're at Rargalicious everywhere. Buy my titty pics. I'm poor. That too. Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz for Laura. Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap. That's Chris. and Patreon. Please help him. Please help the boy. Patreon.com slash Of Horse. That's Conrad. Everyone's stuff is clickable in the description. What is also called? The show notes is another term for it. The show notes is where you can find all the information you crave. It's time to read names, Lauren. A Bozog blew my cover seven, going to heaven to kill or seduce Evan. <laughs> a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. He knows how to live that life. Mm-hmm. Aaron Norgard. Aaron, conduit of Tuska. Nope, pronounced Tuska. Or is it Tuska? Tuska. I love when people include pronunciations, but only after I've already fucked it up. Thank you. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock, conduit of sacrilegiousness. Oh, that's a good word. Sacrilegiousness. It is. Agent Hedgepiggle. That's a good name. Uh, Aki Sabalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple is Moose a Plant. Eventually, we're going to narrow it down to the last two organisms in the universe. Well, see, my problem is that my brain is full of mush, and I will forget all the things that Moose has already been... (laughs) declared not to be we have brain problems an otter playing patty cakes with you thank god andrew birmingham andrew feget conduit of making dice funk cannon in bread tube itself all right now do i gotta search it is everybody gonna have a link for me or okay i would really like to know more about bread tube that's a name for leftist youtube oh i was i really wanted it to be a tube of bread yeah okay (laughs) i love bread andrew grothin andrew r andy harkins anna anna conduit of procrastination anthony patron of dora antonio conduit of snacks also me arachnivolt keeper of the credit prison arcanist of pronounced julia we're really dumb please help us arja limited oh i did another one Conduit of everyone, buy Laura's book Uncomfortable Labels. Do it! If you're going to use our credits to help the other people on the show sell their stuff, that's a, that's what we call a win-win in the industry. Exactly. Arjun, Arjun de Koning. Arthur North. Ash, defender of Lauren and lover of women. Oh shit, a bodyguard. <laughs> Aubrey Hunter. You have your, your king's guard. <laughs> it follows you everywhere to go to protect the titties. <laughs> They're very powerful titties. Austin Korgski, conduit of best boy itself. Austin! Ow. You guys are awesome. Isaac, gavel, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Did we do Aubrey Hunter or did I miss it? That's a great question. Aubrey Hunter, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Hey, Jade's near the top of the list now. Well, uh, someday I'm going to figure out how to make Patreon do it by something else besides alphabetical. I've tried. It just won't do it. Also, it deleted my draft this week for the f- new episode. I had to retype it. Well, that's rude. Patreon, fuck off. Backward, backwards, backwards, backwards of conduit sparkle. Be like Lauren's bra and support her titties. I agree. Beef Swellington, conduit of meat. Also be like Lauren's bra and stab her mercilessly. Oh, no, no, don't wear underbrawer anymore. Underwater can suck my dick. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. Be right, Echo. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny nips. <laughs> Blue six. Boness. 
Brady, conduit of successful murder, finally, no! Is this one of those the plausible deniability things? Oh, no, please, come back. Oh, please, stop. No, don't. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Callum, more importantly, how is Merce, Moose? Merce. 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 <laughs> Moose. Parentheses and parentheses Turner. Everyone asks, who is Moose? No one asks, how is Moose? Why is Moose? Oh, shit. Callum Turner has terrible memes. Be gone, Nave. Oh, no, more fights in the credits. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. Uh, Caridwen, conduit of crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. That's the only way. Charlie, thwart me, daddy, chocolate. <laughs> Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Hold on, let me get, get another run at that one. Uh, Charlie, thwart me, daddy. Chocolate. How's that? Is that better? I think people want the daddy voice. <laughs> Christ, man, conduit of judging your weak ass sins. All of my sins are extremely dope. Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Conduit of half Thor Grunderson, first of his name, bringer of run out of space. Cosmignon says Ragtime the Kitten says hi. That is an amazing name for a kitten. I saw the kitten on the social medias. I do love the social medias. That's where the kittens are. Counter fifth. Sierra Saldana. Oh. Prophet of R and Jesus. <laughs> you just want to do it this week? Well, I just know how to pronounce that name. Mm, you got excited. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you, Cumber. DL. I do like to keep things on the DL. Dandy Snuff. Daniel. Daria, go right. Oh, it's like a, a, a order. Daria, go right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm, conduit of good pets. I feel like Deathworm and the word good mm-hmm. next to each other is not. No. Maybe it's like it's a, the Deathworm is the species and it's a good boy. Okay. Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. DM Tau. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Oops. It's like killer whales. They're called killer whales, but they can be good. They really like to murder. Yeah, we watched that documentary when they were very rude to that seal. Don Johnston. Dorian, conduit of devotion. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Izix. Dragon in the server room. You do it. (laughs) Drod Naluk, professor of curses and magical maladies at Shardpoint Academy. Someone's trying to get on the NPC list. Don't tell tell Skitch. I feel like I ask this literally every single month. Mm-hmm. Is it Dylan and Rillin, the dog, listen on, listening on a lazy, lazy Sunday morning? Also dishes. It could be Dylan and Rillin. It could be Dylon and Rylon. Or Dylan be... and Rylon. You never know. It's a mystery. Dylan, conduit of biggest skeleton booty. Ebrand, kinky Asgardian ascops. <laughs> <laughs> INRJ. Ecorn. Elder dog. I like an elder dog. They're very chill. Yeah. Elderly Goose, here for the Dice Funk Cinematic Universe. Eleanor, no, not Dissy's parenting, horned vampire lady with depression. Also you. That's a big mood. Elaine! Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma Morant. Emma, high priestess of the mystery moose. It's gonna, yeah, it has a following now. It's almost a religion. It's a cult now. <sighs> Did we say bird yet? I can't recall. It's bird, and when I say bird, I mean any possible kind of birds that you have to tell us. 
Oh, so we can just do really wide guesses, right? We should be like vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, also, bugs, maybe? Indigo Van Dane. Erwan the Logodic. Ethan Lawrence. Exteluris. Fabian Got That Dank. Fire and Brimstone, Redeemer of Stone, Conqueror of Mountains. <laughs> That'd be great if they sprinkled it throughout the credits. Florian H. Francois Arsenal. Francois V. Frank Sands, Listen to Continue Podcast in Dice Funk. That's my show. Gabe, I named my Roomba Steve Dave Albacaris. Good Dog, Conduit of Scritches. Grapefruit Juice. Graffiti? Graffiti. Yeah. Graffiti. Graffiti is spelled differently. Conduit of Rhetorical Questions. Guinevere Cummings. Half. <laughs> God damn it. Again. Half Grundison, first to his name, born of fire and brimstone, redeemer of. Harbinger of glory, the former <laughs> of retribution, the firm of I didn't even notice as the next line. Fuck. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Harry, King Badass. No, King Great Ass. Hedron Master. How do I make friends or guards? Conduit of social faux pas. Ingmar Grimon. Ink drop the ooze. Inducer of oozmosis. Careful, it's contagious. Isaac, conduit of Tux the Penguin. Are we talking about fucking... I know that's Tex. There's a penguin in Animal Crossing named Tex, just so everybody knows. Jaden. Smith, one assumes. James Neely. Jamie, the pink-haired massacre is coming for you, Austin. Oh, God. No. <laughs> okay. Janiac, that- conduit of giving Austin a month off from the credit abuse. And I'm feeling very dommed right now. <laughs> Everyone's coming directly for me. Jasper. Back to school. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizarder Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jerry, new campus openings are super stressful. Flowers. I feel like everything's stressful. I don't do anything in my day where I'm not like, oh, this is going to be an ordeal. Uh, I get, I mean, honestly, going to bed is stressful even, so. Because you got to worry about when you have to wake up and how much sleep you're going to get. And then my brain is like, hey. You're not going to sleep now. I know, it sucks. Anyway, Jess Feget. Joanna the Wrench Witch. John Madera. will be a polar bear in the next Bloody Roar. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a good Bloody Roar. Is that one throat? John Potts. John Barnett, Conduit of Pillows. John, hook me up with some pillows. Johnny Tips. Joseph Tombrello. Josie, Vengeance Paladin of Sun Dragons. You know what? There is a case to be made there. There needs to be some vengeance. No. No? You still stand behind that decision? Yeah. Jim and Jack off. Conduit of yeeting the skeet. <laughs> okay, I feel like we're just going to gloss right over that one. Yeeting the skeet is something you definitely would say. What are you doing? I'm just yeeting the skeet. Julian Phillips, Conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Justin, Conduit of Dice Funk Season 6, God Killing Round 2 on purpose this time. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Jorgen Indywick. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> J- Jorgen Indie Monster Winewick Ford, Conduit of Name Butchering. Caster UK. Kate, re- Conduit of Semi Regular Regret. Keith Showman, Chomine. Kelladry, Queer by Polyam Cuddle Slit, Conduit of HRT Induced Sortits. <laughs> I'm glad you read that one because I thought it was Sorettits. <laughs> Excuse me? Keller Automat. I'm just bad at English today. 
Ken Conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Ken, mmm, Ken Torai. Fuck me. Ken Torai. Ken Torai. Make it like a mess. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kevin Dobbins. Kevin- <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kitty Foe, Conduit of gla- Guessing, Glessing, Guessing Plot Points. Curito Prime, supporting two Patreons in this economy? In this economy? Question mark. Christina, Conduit of Nifix, becoming all the dinosaurs itself. I vote Leah Plordon. What's that? Google it. It's very big. Okay, thanks. Cartarion, Kato is Elias from Mage's Bride. He's not, but I know what you mean. Crystal, who thinks season five was a cover-up paid for by Big Mothman TM. The truth is out there. Kyle Badzvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. No, Lana Seawolf. God damn it. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Lauren's duckling. It's technically my mom's, but, and also a full-grown duck, but let's talk about Snacks, baby. Let's talk about, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, do the song. Let's talk about Snacks, baby. I'm talking about you, auntie. That's really good. You kind of faded out at the end there, though. Fine, I'll do it really loud now! Yeah, get with confidence. Let's talk about snacks, baby! (laughs) Let's talk about you, auntie! Liam Sutton. Liam the ghost cat will use ectoplasmic power to make the slime season. Yeah, the audience wouldn't know when we recorded this, but I gave them, you know now because you just listened to the episode, I gave them slime, a slime arc option, and they declined it, and they wanted to go to Spider House, so I tried to give them slime, they didn't want it. Loki Loki making donuts in homage of all-powerful moose. The cold is spreading. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Lulu Skidoo. <laughs> Luther the Conduit of, oh god, the pet burbs are revolting. They're always revolting, and molting. M. Joe. The Cult of Gorfinax. Matt Collier. Matt Lackis won all Triceratops all day. Dino season, best season. Everyone loves the dinosaur. She should have just been a druid. Why is she even a bard at all? How dare you criticize? Matthew B. Hare. <laughs> Matthew Schultz. Maximum Cyboob 6. How Cyboob got his groove back. I'm rooting for him. Imagine conduit of drowning sorrows in other people's cats. God, yeah. I'm really glad that sentence turned out one way because I thought I was going to go a different way for a second there. No! Melbent. Melissa the Dice Goblin. <laughs> I really like the way you said Goblin. 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 <laughs> Tis I, the Dice Goblin. Oh, now we're just Skeksis. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. Michael Groman. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler, conduit of <laughs> brought cled bleeped brought um I this I'm summoning. This is the Necronomicon. Brought bleeped brought un brought What is that? I don't know. I don't think I said any of that right. Yeah, and I know it's Mikel. I because I messed it up and they sent me a message like, "Wow, you're very stupid and can't talk words." And I'm aware. I know. Midlife stasis. Mike draws you on a horse. <laughs> Mike. Miko from Finland. I want to open a business. It's just <laughs> I draw you on a horse. That's all we do. You come in, we draw you on a horse. <laughs> Miles and Rose, conduits of yin and yang. Modified Matthew. Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen, lesbian, seagull, poo bear shaker. What was that accent? I don't know. My personal favorite patron... Fuck, they got us. My personal favorite patron, Matt Luce. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. 
Namita Aneskins, conduit of natural to itself. Nathaniel Homan. Nico conduit of I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. Nicholas Dominic. Chris won't let me do the baby voice anymore because it turns him on too much. Nicole Woodruff. <laughs> no, no response at all. Damn, I thought I got Nina something. Person. Nina person. No. Gods, no heroes, just a man. One day I will be a real boy. <laughs> it's overrated, honestly. Paye Rabjurg. Pangolin can't believe you're letting Lauren craft items. We're all, I think it's going to be, we were all dead. We're all dead. Paul Mullen. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. <laughs> Please shovel some poutine into my face holes. That's <laughs> big same, actually. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Pro Wrestling Mothman, Jermaine Walls, Conduit of Cryptid Grappling. Damn, that's a, that'd be a really good crossover. The wrestling art from Season 4 with Mothman from Season 5. Professor Archibald H. Cactus Esquire, Conduit of Ungulate? Ungul- ungulate? Theology? Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, Conduit... Oh, no. Conduit of Large Ambitions, but poor follow-through. Random, Conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Please. Razumi Yazera. Remsiv. Rob Dakin, Conduit of Delay. Robert. Robert Chisholm. Robert E. Calf Baker, only two seasons until the sex season. I've written a lot of checks that I'm not going to be able to cash. <laughs> I keep saying to different seasons are going to be Future Austin will pay for this. Yeah. Robert Toothill. Rowlett uses roundness. It's super effective. S. Kearney, Shard Point Professor of Jargonology. I bet that's a really sought after job. That's that's like one of the most. That's like the coolest job. It's like working at NASA. Mm-hmm. Salad Child. Sam's Danowitz. Sean Lyons Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of Harder Slatty. I'm guy to the voice. You gotta. Harder Slatty. I hate it. <laughs> I know you're contractually obligated, but I hate it. Shane uh, Sedgwick. Shane Ware, check out Embalmed Apple to support a new creator. Sin Milk Tom. I do need to get jerseys made. <laughs> Sin Milk Tom, Sin number milk 69. <laughs> Sir Octopus, conduit of fun at parties. Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous salopods. They had the battle for supremacy. Slime King Mike, conduit of tasty hollyfin. <laughs> I didn't read ahead. Conduit of tasty hollyfin dad bods. Is that everybody horny for Lancelot? Is that is that what's happening? I guess. Snake emotions. Snemotions. Like snappiness or sadness. Snakes only have one emotion, which is long. <laughs> Socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. Squid Cap, conduit of shipping Blake and King. Also known as Bling is their ship name. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Starlight Glimmer did things wrong, but has learned from her mistakes. <laughs> Thank you for trolling other names in our credits. Stefan Lund. Stefan Lund. Lund Lund. I love you, Stefan. I'm sorry. Also a Danish shape-shifting raven who eats pizza. I bet ravens like pizza, right? It's just flavor. Everything likes pizza. Yeah. Sternod, conduit of consonants. Summertime is peebus time. Peebus, peebus, peebus. Summer yam and the living's easy. Oh, I, everyone is going to realize the power to make you sing if they do enough of these. Sweet dreams are made <laughs> of these. Who am I to disagree? That's just one of the Sydney names. Sydney Marsing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll do the next. We'll do the, all the rest of them in your rhythmics voice. 
Syretha, asexual and loving it. <laughs> the plot, I'm done. <laughs> Tales of Inquiry. Terraflops, but Terra like a name. Terraflops. Uh. Tentaclostin Fujinorski. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> He's so offended. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. <laughs> the current temperatures in Arizona is 100 and fuck you degrees. Same, but also it's very wet here. Yeah, it's a couple degrees below Arizona, but many more humidity. The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you. God, thank you. Take me, mongoose. I welcome the sweet release of death. Mongoose death specifically. Uh, the notorious boy got a job. I'm proud of you. Congratulations on capitalism. The precursor. The tit- <laughs> God damn it. The, tit- <laughs> the titanium-headed, the heavy-handed friend of centaurs. The whole thing's in here. Good job. <laughs> Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Toshiro Kuru. Conduit of never living up to my own impossible goals. Good news for you. We're all going to die someday, so, in a way. Chase Marsing. <laughs> just no interest in this. Transient passerby. Trevor, conduit of stressful happiness. Shay, looking forward to season seven, Octopus Traveler-ness. That's a good pun that only people who play obscure 3DS RPGs will understand, but I appreciated it. Figar Arnston. <laughs> Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. Victoria Valentine. Vincent. Vinny, conduit of vaping that ass. Vaping that ass? What does that mean? I don't know, but I had to say it like that. Okay. Violet Skittles unicorn, if it helps. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. You're welcome. <laughs> God damn it. Zephosaurus. Yeah, I got bitches on my dick and I even got a dick. That has to be a lyric. Yes, I did multiple accounts and pledges just for the joke. Lord Cates. <laughs> <laughs> just coming back to the scene of the crime. Lauren Cates fucking showing up with all the detectives like, hmm, yeah, qu- quite a crime that was committed here. Thanks. Z23619. Zoltar, the Viking death matter. 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 <laughs> metal caterpillar conduit of retribution see i could say it right in a clean take but isn't it funnier if i sound like an idiot it's also easier in editing and finally z quorum overslept and now he's at the end of this month's credits it's very cute that was pretty cute yeah i just picture with like the little uh bit the snot bubble you know Wee, you know what else is cute cats giving us money <laughs> Oh, okay, you went in a different direction. <laughs> pay for Austin, pay for Laura, pay for Conrad, pay for Chris. I guess me. Yep, you can do that, or you can just subscribe and comment and rate or whatever, iTunes. It's not even iTunes anymore. Tell your friends! Apple Podcasts is what it's called now. Google Play, Podbean, YouTube. Just engage with the brand and the content, you know? I will also never say no to animal pictures. Not legal tender, but it is emotionally important. Please, please, that sweet, sweet dopamine. 